If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. What is up, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp? Are we ready this morning? Good morning. Good morning, dear. Yes. I'm dreaming of an Odell Christmas. Is that what you're dreaming I'm of? I'm dreaming of it. I, I think it just might happen. It might. Yeah, it just might, because Jerry won't give it up. Jerry won't give it up. He, he's become infatuated. He, he's got his eye on this pretty girl. This is it. This is it. He's going to date her. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. sending flowers, yeah. candy, yeah. notes. Nope. Got his homeboys. Hey, he you know my friend like you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a Jerry Jones crush, huh, guys? We're going to yeah. get into yep. that in just a moment. But first, guys, on Von Miller's live video podcast within the Bleacher Report app, Skip, 11 from heaven, Micah Parsons. He talked about who deserves credit for the Eagles' success this season. Take a listen. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's, it's system and team. And, Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata responded saying, quote, I'm going to worry about the Chicago Bears this week. Micah should worry about his game this week. Shots fired early. Mm-hmm. Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with what Micah well, said? I don't have a problem with what he said because every quarterback is a systems quarterback. Do you believe that uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers could run the system that Lamar Jackson run? Absolutely not. What you do if you're a smart head coach, Skip, you build a system that fits your quarterback and then you get talent to surround him. That's what they've done with Jalen Hurts. They say, you know what? This man has tremendous legs. He's also brought his arm up to his legs. So you see back-to-back season, which he's rushed for uh, at least 10 touchdowns, and now he's throwing the ball even better. So, yes, he's a systems quarterback. But Tom Brady's a systems quarterback. Tom Brady is not running the system that Jalen Hurts run in Philly. Ain't no way he doing it. Okay. So I don't care how great you are, you better get a system that fits what you do. Okay, but is Jalen Hurts a better system quarterback than Carson Wentz was? Yes. In his system? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. But, but, that, but that was a Now totally... you bring in all these intangibles like leadership and playmaking oh, well, no, no. and poise I, Skip, and all I'm, that. I'm, okay. just, I'm just looking at it from an X and an O schematic standpoint. Right. We already know that Jalen Hurts is a better leader than Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's never been called. Jalen Hurts' leadership was always his strongest attribute. So that's never been called into question. Where everywhere Carson Wentz has been, his leadership has gotten called into question. It has been. So with that being said, I'm just, I, I don't want to, and, and Micah has to understand, Skip. Anytime you say something, and it's not a glowing mm-hmm. review of said player, mm-hmm. it's going to be viewed as you're taking a shot at him. Yep. And so you're talking about, is it, the, is it Jalen Hurts, or is it the system, or is it the team? 
nine times out of ten, Skip, if your quarterback is decent, he's going to get credit for the success, mm -hmm. except for the 2000 Ravens, except for the 85 Bears, yep. when it was their defense, when it was the Ravens' defense. But if you have a quarterback, no matter how great your defense is, no matter how, and, and the Patriots have had some great defenses, it was Tom Brady. The Packers or, or with Aaron Rodgers, it's Rodgers. That's just, Skip, that's just the way it goes. So the quarterback, there's a reason why he's the face of your franchise, whether you like him or not. Because he's going to get the credit. So I don't have a problem with what Micah said. But what Micah has to understand that every, anything that he said is going to be viewed as you're taking a shot at Jalen Hurts. Yep. He was asked a question. Is it Jalen Hurts or the system? And he, you know, asked, you know, retorted the question back to Vaughn. He did. And Vaughn says, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, duh. And so that's what you have to do. So I didn't view it as a shot. I know how people... Let me take it, tell you like this. If I was in the Eagles locker room, I would take it as a shot. Yeah, you would. Because <laughs> you take it. Why, first of all, why are you worried about what it is? We'll, what are they, 12-1, 11-1? 12-1. 12-1. We're 12-1. So yep. why you care? Mm -hmm. You worry about what, what, what is your, what's your success about? Yep. So for me, Skip, that's just the way it is. Uh, I was a systems tight end. I wasn't going to have the kind of success that I have in Washington's offense with those tight ends all they're doing is blocking or the point. Giants with Coach Parcells. Yep. People talking, oh, you ain't nothing but a pass. You ain't nothing but a buffed up wide receiver. And you ain't nothing but a pass catching tight end. And. Yep. So I'm good. I'm good with that. And I think sometimes we, we get carried away and talk about, well, he'll fit. No, 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 no. Every quarterback is not going to fit in every system. And every system doesn't fit every quarterback. So for me, I didn't take another shot, but I can see how the Eagles and Jordan Mulatto and some of those other guys would take that other shot. Unfortunately, so do I. <laughs> Maybe it's fortunate it's happening this week as opposed to on the week of the game, which right. is obviously next week. And to the Eagles' undying credit, they all said exactly the right thing. Uh, shouldn't he be worried about Jacksonville because we're only worried about Chicago? Correct. And please, Cowboys, go win at Jacksonville for our sake. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is self-interest because the game is on Fox, right. and it would help us a whole lot. It would help everybody's high-pipe hooray interest in this game if both teams go win their game this week and we get to go in with 13-1 and one and 11-3, and three, right? Yeah. This game's going to do 40 million viewers. <laughs> One way or the other, but it would, it, it would take a little luster yeah. off if the Cowboys are, in fact, looking past Jacksonville to Philadelphia right. and they suffer dearly yeah. for it. Okay. Now back to this. This blindsided me, and I spent last night going back and forth in my head. Is this supreme confidence talking here on Micah's part? Or is it just foolish immaturity talking? Mm -hmm. Because he's still a very young man and a very young player. Mm -hmm. This is all still pretty new to him. Right. And I'm not sure which of those it is. Is it system or is it quarterback? Well, I'm asking the, the bigger question is supreme confidence or foolish immaturity? Because if it's supreme confidence talking, then he will just go back it up. Right. When it's time to go back it up on Christmas Eve, he will just go. It's like the great Dizzy Dean of baseball lore. If you can do it, it ain't bragging. Right. right. right? right. If you can back it up, Ali was like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'll talk yeah. and I will go back it up. Correct. So can you go back this up? 
Well, unfortunately, Micah is not dealing from a position of strength. We talked about Brady yesterday saying they're fairly tough on defense, the Bengals. Well, he's not dealing from a position of strength <laughs> right now because he hasn't been very good and the defense hasn't been very good. And so what are you talking about? Right. What, we you, just saw you get, get, you, get beat 35-7. to seven. Okay, so, so help me out here because Micah, the last two games, as you've been pointing out right and left on this show, has been dangerously quiet mm -hmm. for my taste. He was 11 from heaven. He, he was... For a while, he was clearly the defensive player of the year. He was my old Micah. And all of a sudden, for the last two games, he's ghosted us. Mm -hmm. Because against Indy and then <clears throat> against the Texans, I'm looking at these numbers, and they're, they're really quiet numbers, especially against the Texans. It's just quiet across right. the board. Right. And he, no, he was good against Colts. It was Green Bay, which he did. He yeah, but, but he, I'm even looking at the Indy numbers. He had, he had no sacks and one hit on the quarterback. Right. So he hadn't had a sack for two games. Right. So you can also jump back to that Green Bay game. Right. He's, he's now weirdly had two sacks in six games, and that's it. So he either gets two or none. Right. So two times six is 12. Right. So he's fallen off the lead because the lead is now um, it, it's Nick Bosa, Bosa. and uh, what's his name? Matthew, Matthew Judon. Judon. They're at 14 and a half. So he's fallen off that. He's uh, fallen a little off the pass rush win rate, which he was dominating all year long. So he, he's not been my old Micah 11 from heaven over the last two weeks. Right. And obviously, I said before the year goes, we're going to go as far as he carries us with this defense. Right. And we survived the, the Texans game sort of in spite of how quiet he was against the Texans. Mm -hmm. And it took, a, as you know, a 98-yard drive to pull that one out of the fire and save my franchise from embarrassment. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about sea to shining sea embarrassment? That would have been it. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to decipher the quote. And he pushed for it because he was the one who, who he kept sort of goading Vaughn right. back to Vaughn, as great a pass rusher as we've seen in a long right. time. He, he, you know, as far as a money pass rusher, is right. there – I, I, boy, I don't know if there's ever been a better one. Oh, I'm big, talking about money. I'm yeah. talking about with he's a big game. He's big a big game, game pass big rusher. Big game pass rusher. So he really knows what of he speaks. And it was Micah who's pushing back at him in, in the clip that I saw. He says, is it hurts or the team? Is it hurts or the team? And, and Vaughn said, well, it's, it's a little bit of both. So, so Vaughn's trying to sort of talk him off his position, but then Micah won't back off. And he says, I'm not trying to make no enemies. Okay, fine. You already, already hit him in. Okay. They had Bill McCoy. They ain't <laughs> oh, got to do anything. They've okay. already immortal enemies. <laughs> okay, so, so Micah says, I just love the game so much. Great. And I understand it so much, okay, that when things are off, off, I just can't hold it in. So he's saying it's off. He says everybody has their opinions. Mm -hmm. Well, he says basically that the prevailing narrative or opinion on Jalen Hurts is off. Right. That you're not seeing the force for the trees. You're not people. You're not getting it. He's just a product of the system. That's how this comes right. across to me. And and some to, to your point, and I, I completely agree with your point. Every system is tailored to the quarterback. Yes. I mean, Andy Reid puts Patrick Mahomes. Well, he just green lights him. Right. He, he lets him do things that, that no quarterback would ever be allowed to do because a lot of times he can do it. But in that, but the way it's, it's, it's constructed, Skip, you have to have great improvisational skills you to do. be able to pull off what he does okay. because he's throwing the ball on the move so much and from so many different platforms. Okay. Everybody doesn't have yeah. that ability. 
They don't. And sometimes it bites him in the butt, yes. but a lot of times he is just so gifted. Right. And I'm talking about gifted not only with his arm, but with his legs. Right. Weirdly gifted with his legs because he can maneuver and, and he's got misleading downfield speed. Right. When he gets rolling, he yes. can roll. But the point is, it, it's made for him and his coaching staff. The, the, they encourage it. Do, just go, go, go. Right. And if you if you screw it up, we'll get them next time. Right. That's a, okay. That's a system. That that's a whole. That's a mindset for Patrick right. Mahomes. That if you put a lot of other quarterbacks in it, right. they, they would get destroyed. They get psychologically destroyed. Because Kevin, you look at you look at uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. They have design runs for him to oh, run the football. They? they have no design no. runs for Tom Brady. They have no design runs for, for Aaron Rodgers. No. The quarterback, and I'm not talking about the quarterback sneak, Skip. I'm talking about where they have a design run that says, on this play right here, quarterback do this. Okay. There's none of that. So that's for the system. That's for the guy that's specifically in this system. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. Let's hark back to the first game that was played between the Cowboys and the Eagles on October 16th on a Sunday night at Philadelphia. Okay. All right, so Micah's stats for that game are seven tackles, which for him is pretty good. That's pretty high. Yeah, three solos, mm -hmm. one tackle for loss, two passes d defense where he deflected the pass, right. but he had zero hits on the quarterback and zero sacks. Right. It was the first night, the first time this year, <clears throat> I saw somebody, Sirianni and his coordinator, scheme against Micah because they said, let's just go at him. Right. Let's make him make choices all night long. Right. Let's option him. Let's roll at him. Let's let's make him decide and keep him a little more on his heels. And it was pretty effective. Right. But what happened? Cooper Rush got off to a rocky start and then he settled in and here they came. And remember, or late third and then early into the fourth quarter, Cooper Rush leads a 93-yard drive in 15 right. plays. He hits CD for 13. He hits Noah for 10. He hits CD for 16. And then he hits the kid Jake Ferguson for seven and a touchdown. Right. And all of a sudden you look up and it's 20 to 17. Right. Philadelphia. 20, right. It was 20 to nothing. All of a sudden it's 20 to 17. Okay, now it's my old Micah's turn. Right. So we need a stop Correct. because I think Cooper Rush has finally kind of figured them out. I, I can do this and I can do that and I'll pick you to pieces. I'm, I'm Just give me the ball back and I got this because okay. we've seen him get that once he got in, right. in sync and in rhythm against other teams like the Bengals. Right. All right. So now Jalen Hurts has the ball. And what does he do? He faces three straight third downs. Third and four, he just scrambles right up the middle for five yards. Right. Well, that's. Okay, that's that in the system. That's okay, him. That's him. Okay. <laughs> then it goes third and fourth, the Dallas 45. And he runs the option right at Micah and um, what's the Gainwell. Yeah. He, he, he goes ahead and he pitched it to Gainwell, right. who, who went around the end for around Micah's right. end for five yards and another first, first down by one yard. Okay. Then there's a third and one play at the 31, and they do their quarterback sneak <laughs> where they just line up with everybody behind him and just shove, shove him up it. the middle. Right. And plus, his legs are about as power packed. Yes. Pound, pound for pound, his legs are probably as strong as anybody's in the league. Correct. And it's pretty much unstoppable. Correct. Okay. So he converts three straight third downs right. and then. Right after that, as you remember, he hits A.J. for 22, and then he hits Devontae for the seven-yard touchdown. Right. And it goes boom, boom, over, yeah. okay? But it's 
it's barely, barely, barely with three straight third downs where if Dallas makes one stop, I don't know. Maybe this right. is going to be get, get real interesting. But, I, Skip, as we say system or quarterback, but there have been a lot of guys that's played in the system but don't look like he looked in this system. No. You look at the West Coast. The West Coast has been around for a long time, but it takes a great player. There have been a lot of MVPs, but there have been a lot of guys that played in the West Coast. They didn't look like Elway. They didn't look like Montana. They didn't look like Young or Rogers or Brett Favre. Yep. So we just can't say it's the system. Yes, it's the system. Alex Smith had uh, uh, Andy Reid for a lot of years. He never looked like Patrick Mahomes. No. Donovan, Donovan had uh, uh, Andy damn his whole career. He, did. he never looked like Patrick Mahomes. No. So you can have a system, but it takes a special I talent. Mean, Donovan did have his moments, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but not like Mahomes. No, not like that. <laughs> but there was flashes of Mahomes. Well, Skip, yeah. he went to four straight AFC, oh, champ AFC championship games. He yeah. went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But you see Mahomes, you see the talent. Yeah, the system is great. But then when you have, Skip, I'll give you a prime example. Look at Tom Brady in his system. And then look at Cam Newton. Yep. Tom Brady could not go to Carolina and run Cam's system. Nope. And we saw Cam try to run Tom Brady's system, and how did it look? He had his moments, but it was it was a struggle. But, but yeah. they, what they did, they ended up tailoring most of it to what Cam could do well. I agree. A lot of quarterback draws, a lot of quarterback getting on the edge. A lot. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Michael's going to learn that when you talk about someone from an opposing team, and if you're not speaking about them in glowing terms, oh, he's having an unbelievable season. Yep. I believe he's played at an MVP level. They're going to uh, perceive that as you're taking a shot at it. Yep, so I they agree. perceive it says, oh, Jalen Hurts, he's just a system. He's not a game manager. No. He's doing that. He is doing that. Game managers don't win, don't be in MVP conversations. <laughs> no. Skip, look at Tua. Look at look how Tua look. The, his first couple of years. Now look how he looks with Waddle, with Tyreek, and Mike McDaniel calling the play. That's true. I'll buy you. I'll give you that one. Okay. But as you know, I deeply believe in and I deeply fear Jalen Hurts. Yeah. As a Cowboy fan. And I, I've believed in him since Alabama because I believe in his character. Yes. I believe in his backbone. Mm -hmm. I believe that he was raised right by a father who coached mm -hmm. at the highest level of the high school in, right. in, in the Houston area. And because of that, he, to me, he is now front-running. He is running away with the MVP, mm -hmm. and he just richly deserves everything. He's changed the culture and the life in Philadelphia to my eyes. Right. Because of that, you have to respect that. You have to honor yes. that. And I'm, I'm asking myself, where's the win in this? What, what, what do you gain from this? <laughs> and plus... It's the wrong week for this. Yeah, Skip, you know right? you get caught up in the moment. Okay. You're talking to Vaughn, you know, Pat. You're talking to Vaughn. Yeah, I got yeah, it. you know, so, hey. And so Vaughn put him a, put him a loaded question out no, there. No. Hey, he, he young. He cannot, he cannot not okay. answer it. All right, then it's more foolish immaturity. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just inexperience. Yeah. You, you got in a moment and you got carried away. But, but he's saying, I can't help myself. I'm going to tell you the truth. So I know I, he spoke his heart. Yes. He's not that impressed with Jalen Hurts, no. okay? I'm fine with that if you can back that up. Yeah. But it's going to be incumbent upon you. And then, yeah. by the way, Jordan Malata spoke the, out the against him. And, and I know Micah moves around, but, but a part of the night, maybe a, a large part of the night, yeah. he's going to be going yeah. up against that 6-foot, 8-inch, 365-pound former rugby right. player from Australia right. named Jordan Malata. And... That's going to be a battle. Right. So he, he's called you out effectively, mm -hmm. so you got to show him up. You, you, you got to 
I'm, Skip, I'm, I'm from the old school. Whether you say a little or you say a lot, you still got to play the games. Now, Brian Billy used to always tell us when I, we were in Baltimore, I don't care about all the talking. Do all the talking you want. But come Sunday, I'm going to need you to back up all the Well, hold on, bro. You said you talk more than we did. You taking shots at Jeff Fisher. So, hold on. Who, how you going to back your stuff up? We got, to, we got to cash the checks that you've been signing also. So, I don't have a problem because I understand. And, and a part of me wants to say, well, what he's trying to say is that, but no. It's gonna be uh, uh, it's gonna be viewed as a shot yep. because you're on the Cowboys. He plays for the Eagles. Skip, and this is what I was saying. Well, what he's this young man has been able to do. You look at what he how he threw the ball his first year. You look at how he threw the ball his second year, and you look at how he's throwing the ball. I said this about Lamar. If Lamar Skip, this guy went from like in the fifties to sixty one mm-hmm. to sixty eight completion percent. He did. So now he got still got his legs. Ten touchdowns back to back seasons. But look at his ability to throw the football. By the way, he worked at it. That's all. He, he went to the camps. He went to Tom House. He, he worked yes, at it. Yes, yes. You, you want to talk about supreme dedication? Right. I can do this. I'm going to figure this out. Right. And he's showing you. He's yes. executing. And it helped to get a, a soulmate of his, AJ, yes. who yes. he trusts yes. and loves the, to, to help him. And, and that's, what I, that's what I would love to see happen in Baltimore with Lamar. Yep. I believe if he got a number that's one. True. And he can take the steps that Jalen Hurts has taken. Yep. Because I believe Hurts is going to win the MVP. If he, if he, long as he got, you know, he got four games to go. If he plays clean from here out, I believe he'll be the MVP. Lamar has already won one. But Lamar needs his passing ability to catch up with that dynamic running ability. Yep. And he's got to cut down on mistakes. You can't keep throwing interceptions in the end zone because that's what's killed Buffalo and, and Josh Allen. Yep. Take care of the football. Okay. One other issue I have now with Micah, and I'm his biggest worshiper out there, is he said something else on the Voncast. <laughs> he said, people don't understand trench warfare. I'm not going to lie. When I was playing linebacker a whole lot last year, my body was way more fresh. Yeah. There were some plays I wouldn't get touched. Yeah. You're telling me you can rest some at linebacker yeah. because sometimes the play just doesn't come your way and you kind of run around and you don't yes. do anything. Yes. Okay, well, I don't want to hear that because <laughs> – up until two weeks ago, he was still leading the NFL in pass, rush, win rate. Yes. I think he's the best younger edge rusher out there. I'm, I'm not taking any away from Vaughn because he's still yeah. way up there. Mm-hmm. But the stats scream to you that Micah is the best edge rusher in football. Well, obviously, I've been banging the table over here. Let him edge rush, and they move him around. And then the worst was at the, in the Green Bay, Bay game when he played more than half the snaps at linebacker. Right. Okay, and they lost, right. obviously, and they couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter. And, you know, and, yeah. It was overtime. And the, the point is, I do, I, you know, I don't want to hear this. You've made this, to, to your credit, <laughs> you made the case. Well, it, it's hard, man. And they take him out a good number yeah. of snaps. I, I'll, I'll look up, and all of a sudden there's a shot of him on the sideline. He's just standing over there without yeah. his helmet on. I'm thinking – well, I, I need you. They, I, got, they got to keep him fresh, Skip. He's, yeah. a, he's a race car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can only do so much damage to the race car during the course of, during the course of a race before okay, you're not getting it. You, you say that about Tony Pollard, yeah. too. So I got two race cars. I got one on defense and one on offense, and they have to stay in the garage half the time, right? But that, hey, okay. but, hey, but when you take them out. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't know. I just didn't love the impact of this unless – 
You've planted a seed of doubt in the Eagles' minds. I don't and think you so. can go terrorize they, them. They, they, they play with the supreme confidence. They got Slay, uh, a big play Slay, say, man, he's thinking about moving the receiver. Mm. So he can get him 1,500 the way Hurts throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he's all pro corner. Yeah, now he, he's going so good on the other side. He's like, let me get some of this. Okay, well, he is special at what he does. <laughs> I will give him that. Woo. Well, guys, it sounds like Jalen Hurts keeps receipts. He said in general, you forgive, but you never forget. There you go, Jay Hurts. All right, Skip. You were trying to talk about this at the beginning of the I show. Was. I know you're chomping at the bit. I Are am. your Cowboys still playing on signing OBJ for a <laughs> yeah. playoff run? Plus, we're going to break down what the Steph Curry injury means <laughs> for the Warriors. That and much more I mean, next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Jerry Jones was asked about how soon a final decision on signing Odell Beckham Jr. would be made by the Cowboys. Jerry said, quote, I don't want to talk about it, but stand by. Jerry also explained, expanded on Odell, saying, quote, great players make great plays, great ones make exceptional plays, and so I hope we advance here. We're a handful of great plays, if I may be arm-waving about it, could be the difference in a world championship. <laughs> All right. Shannon, walk me through this one. What do you make of Jerry's comments? Jerry seems like he has a big infatuation with Odell. And he, 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 he got his, he, Odell got his hooks in him and he can't let him go. Yeah. Hey, yeah, for whatever reason, Skip, he's just like, I've seen this guy, what he did with the Giants. I saw what I saw last year um, in Tampa in the playoff run. Uh, Tampa. With the Rams in the playoff run, especially at Tampa when he went benign for over 100 yards. Yeah, 113, and, yeah. And then he had two catches in the Super Bowl, <laughs> Skip, with the touchdown. And it seemed he was having a big day. And Jerry said, you know what? If I can just get that. For one game. One game. If I could just get that for one game, yep. that might be the difference in putting us over the top. So I'm willing to take that opportunity. Now, the question, Skip, and, and, and when I look at T.Y., I look at T.Y., I look at T.Y. as this year. Yeah. Short term. Yeah. I believe he looks at Odell and says this is a long term. 
And mm-hmm. so I believe Odell says, look, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done being a, a Kentucky freshman, yep. being one and done. I want some roots. I want something that I can, that I can set up shop and call this home. Now, it might not be home forever, but it's going to be home at least temporarily for my football career. And I think that's what he's looking at. But it seems to me, Skip, that Jerry Jones has his eye on Odell. Skip, you know, sometimes you get your eye on something, no matter what, and you can't take your eye off it. <laughs> Jerry Jones has his eye on Odell, he and he can't take his eye off him because he talks about him continuously. So am I going to be surprised now after hearing him talk mm-hmm. at nauseum yep. about what Odell could possibly do mm-hmm. and what he could possibly bring? And if, you know, you get that and great players make this and, and exceptional players do that, would I be surprised if Odell ended up signing with the Cowboys? I would not. Mm. Okay. To all your points, all of them very valid. <laughs> This is what I was told last night, that Jerry won't take no for an answer, (laughs) that Odell has come around, that Odell is now getting excited about wearing that star on his helmet because that's what Jerry is selling to him. You belong here, as I keep saying on the show, you were born to play for the Dallas Cowboys at some point in your career. So to your point about the money, which is the biggest issue, What I'm told is Jerry is selling him right now on I can pay you around a million, which is not a lot of bucks because he wants 20 million. Mm -hmm. But I can pay you a million to come rehab with us in-house with our training staff just so you can be with us. Right. Because Jerry wants Listen, because Odell is trade rehabbing in Arizona, something. Yes, he is. Okay, so that's why he comes to L.A. and to do some of it. But he's rehabbing on his own with his own people. And. By the way, it was pointed out to me, he is paying out of his own pocket pocket. for that rehab. And as you know, it's expensive. Yes. So Jerry is trying to sell him on, please come and be with us so you can get to know every all the fellas. You can hang out in the locker room. The the, the playbook. And trust me, Jerry is infatuated. Right. Jerry believes in rare people, in special people, and he has decided that Odell is among the rarest right. he's encountered. And this I'm talking about on and off the field. So his quote yesterday at the league meeting was great players make great plays. Great ones make exceptional plays. So I hope we advance here where a handful of great plays. If I may wave my arms about that's a Jerryism could be the difference in a world championship. What, what he is selling Odell on, even if you might get, if, if somehow we make it, make it to the Super Bowl, if you could somehow be there for us in the Super Bowl and make one big play that Malcolm, turned the game. Malcolm Butler made one play. He did. It changed his life forever. Yeah, it changed their life. <laughs> it's yeah. it's given one play. Yep. It changed Seattle's life. Yes. Right? Yes. They were never the same never after the that same. one play. And so that's what, that's what Jerry's banking on. Okay. And, and I do believe in that theory. I, I get it. It's the longest of shots that they're going to get to the Super Bowl, and he's going to be ready because I've also been told there's virtually no way he's going to be ready to play even if Dallas advances. I take that million dollars to go rehab. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the point. But I'm also told that Odell is going back to Jerry and in, in, in telling him, okay, we have a, a bond here that right. we're developing, so I need your word that after I rehab, and now that I'm going into the springtime and I'm ready to actually participate, 
I need that bag. Right. And Jerry's saying, I will take care of you. And my experience with Jerry oh, yeah, Jones is he will take care of you because, listen, once you become one of his, it, it is for life. When it, once you become like a son to him, mm-hmm. and this is one of those. Right. Like there's some who are not like a son. Yeah. Like, like um, Dak is not like a son. No, no, no. I can tell you this. Micah, not like a son. No. Hasn't clicked like the, that. The, 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 I, I think the thing is, and we've always saw this, Skip, Dak has already, always kept Jerry at a large distance. He's always high when posted. Yep. Mike is going to be the same way. They're not because they're not going to give him a hometown <laughs> Dallas no. Cowboy star on my helmet discount. Nope. Mike is going to want that bag, a big bag. He is, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's going he to go get, get it. it. He will command it. Yes. And yet, in this case, if if I'm Odell, I would trust Jerry on oh, this yeah. one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. J- just go ahead and and take the plunge here because. If somehow a miracle occurs that you could start feeling fresh enough and healthy enough to get some pep back in your step mm-hmm. enough that if they do get on some magic carpet ride roll right. and they somehow make it to the NFC Championship game, could you maybe contribute that day? Maybe. Two weeks after that? If, if they win that, I'm just pieing in the sky right, right. now. Yeah. But, but yeah. could you maybe? Well, well, Jerry's trying to maximize his chances as that window, obviously, as I thought after last year, it might have shut. Right. But it's still open. Right. And all of a sudden, things are looking pretty good. Skip, I don't know if uh, Odell wants to do TV after his playing career is yep. over. We see what happened with the Cowboys quarterbacks from Dandy Don, Troy, um, Tony Romo. Yep. But the stars seem to do really well off the field in Dallas. They do. They, they just the, op- do. the opportunities. And for the most part, I, I don't know very many Dallas Cowboys that played for the Cowboys for a significant period of time that don't live in Dallas. And that's not always the case with all the teams. Everybody doesn't well, know. Where, where does Dion make his home home? He in Texas. Thank you. I ain't going to say what it means. But yeah, he in Texas. But, yeah. but it's, it's in the yeah, Dallas yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is an opportunity. Hey, if I'm over there, I'm going to say, Jerry, this is what I need, bro. I'm going to need you some of them contacts. I'm going to need some of them people that you know, that you, that you do business with. And he will. That's what I'm going to need. Because it's not just about the, foot, the football. Hey, the football is the football. I'm trying to get generational wealth. I got a little man. And hopefully one day he's going to have a little man that's going to make me a granddad. And so I'm just trying to set up. I'm just trying to stack bags. So we straight for a, a, a long, long, long time. Okay. So Jerry believes in Odell's mystique, in his aura, mm-hmm. in his mere presence. He loves stars. Yeah, he loves he's stars. a star. Like, Odell has star quality, yeah. yet you, you know Odell off yeah. the camera. Mm-hmm. He, he's reserved. He, yeah. He's quiet-spoken. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't come across. There's no diva in him right. off camera at all. He's, he's extreme. He's almost humble to a fault. Right. It's like shockingly humble. Right. I think the people see the, the persona on the field, the yep. catches and everything, yep. and they think he's like that off the field. No, no. So that, that has really impressed Jerry mm-hmm. that he's easy to get along with right. and he's fun to be around because he's highly intelligent and he has a great sense of, of understated humor yeah. that appeals to Jerry. And he speaks in, in, in his own Jerryisms that appeal to Jerry. Right. He makes analogies. Odell's got a he's, he's got a deep deep thinking mm-hmm. brain going. Mm-hmm. So the point is, it's it's actually a good click, and my gut is that it's going to happen just for rehab. Right. So I can't get too carried away with it because the odds of him contributing this right. year are 
I don't know, 2% maybe. But you, but you got them on your team. Yeah. So if, right. if by some miraculous they, they get some magical clay and vinegar yeah, and the knee heals. Know. Maybe. He might go out there and give you – Skip, if it's a first down catch, if it's a dry, if it's a catch that keeps the drive alive, that later the Cowboys parlay that into a touchdown and you win with the championship game or the Super Bowl, whatever the case may be, you're hoping for one play. Right. And I think when you sign – Skip, when you sign a guy at this time of the year, you're not expecting no games. No. You're expecting a play. A play. And yet I think Jerry is hoping that if Odell gets with the fellas and gets caught up in the momentum of it, and the, almost the euphoria if they could beat Philadelphia on Christmas Eve and all of a sudden he gets swept up in being a cowboy and watching the excitement around mm-hmm. him, that it will help him heal a little faster. He'll start <laughs> okay. feeling a little better because, as you well know with the injuries you've dealt with, a lot of it's just in your head. Yeah. If you decide in your head, I'm going to get better, and you feel better about your surroundings. Oh, the positive thoughts definitely help. Yeah. Even The doctors even tell you that. You they gotta do. Th- yeah. So here we go. And when I when I thought it was done, that's why Jerry said yesterday this thing could break. Stand by, because he knows that Odell is right there. Right. This week, next week, after Christmas. If you had to put I, a time like we like after Christmas. I, I mean, the the feeling I got last night is that Jerry wants to do it today. I, I, was, yeah. I, you, I took a while. I said, is it imminent? You know, Jerry imminent. likes to use the he term did. imminent. Well, unfortunately, he used it once about a DAC contract, <laughs> and it took, what, so two might, more years? Yeah, he might he might need to stay away from that word imminent. Yeah. Now. Well, this one feels, <laughs> quote, unquote, imminent. Yeah, okay. Here we go. So that puts y'all over the hump. Y'all, y'all, that's a done deal. Y'all, y'all Super Bowl champs. I don't know. OBJ watch Wouldn't continues, guys. Nope. No. Be in Phoenix <laughs> with Cowboy Nation. No. Woo. Eagles Nation. Yeah. Let's move Flying on, gentlemen. <laughs> a little bit less pleasant of a topic, unfortunately. Steph Curry <sighs> leaving last night's game against the Pacers with a left shoulder injury in the third quarter. Curry had already dropped 38 points. The team down 13 to Indiana, though, with that point in the game. Steph scheduled for an MRI today to determine the severity of this injury. Shannon, what's your reaction? I mean, you, you have to take your hat off to him, Skip. He knows what they are on the road. Uh, they not very, they're not a very good, te- a very good defensive team mm-hmm. because for whatever reason they don't get stops. They don't play any defense, and a lot of that has to do with some of the guys that they lost. Yep. Gary Payton Jr., Otto Porter Jr. Yep. Last night, Clay Thompson didn't play. I don't think Andrew Wiggins played. He's been out for five games. Right. Man. So and now you're counting on young guys to come contribute, yep. and they're not quite there yet because that's why you keep. Oh man, they're gonna just reload. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yep. You don't know how soon these young guys are going to be able to take to what you want them to do. You had uh, proven guys. Otto Porter got the bag in, in Washington, but he came a very solid role player. He could do a lot of different things. He could defend. He could yep. shoot the three. He could rebound for you. And we know Gary Payton the second. He was a chip off his old block, the, the mitten. Just like his, his dad was the glove, he the mitten. Because yep. he was doing an unbelievable job. And he, and he was 94 feet in people. Yes. He was just getting up in them And all. so he's yeah. not there anymore. So you lost two valuable pieces. Yep. And then two of your other better defenders, even though Clay, I don't believe Clay is the defender that he once was, yep. he's still a solid defender and was starting to improve his offensive game. He didn't play back-to-back. Right. Yep. And so with that being said, Skip, you just hope this is, there's nothing serious. It looked like he, you know, and he met, felt immediately. Because he reached to them, tried to get that ball out. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I had an injury. I don't know what his injury is, but I, I strained a, a, a shoulder muscle like that in high school. Yeah. I missed the game, uh, and, and then uh, I, I was good to go. It was, it was sore for about a week, 
but I only missed one game and was able to come back and play. And so I hope that's why I hope it's nothing serious because Skip, he's having a historic season. He's 30 on 50% shooting from the floor, yeah. 43% from the three, and uh, 90% from the free throw line, along with seven rebounds, seven assists. So he's having a 50, 40, 90 in his, in his mid-30s. Yeah, and the seven rebounds are a career yes. high. Yes! Career high. Wow. But you look at his numbers, Skip. They outscore opponents with him on the court by 151. Mm. When he's off the court, they, got, they get outscored by 127. So that just goes to show you the value. Yeah. Now, they're struggling to win on the road with him. I don't know how the hell they're going to win on the road without him. Jordan Poole is going to have to go to another level. He's going to have to be the Jordan Poole. Man, we gave you 140 bank, 140 million bank. Mm -hmm. We need you. Hey, bro, we need this now. Yep. Because the, uh, the big gun is out. Yep. So we need you to play like you played last year and in the playoff to help us win a championship. He's going to have to play better than what he's been playing. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have to get some of these guys back. Clay's going to have to get And Draymond can't get, Draymond can't get have six turnovers, one point, and ejection. He's got to be on the court because he's going to have to stabilize and hold everything down. Yep. But I hope this is nothing long term. I hope he can miss. Hopefully, at worst case scenario, best case scenario, he doesn't miss any time. Mm. But it looks like he probably miss a game or two, and then he'll be able to come back because Skip, he's having an unbelievable season, and I just, I just, I just love watching the man play. It's unbelievable that he can run the amount that he runs and still have the 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 the, the conditioning. To just effortlessly just let these shots go. People don't understand. You, hey, try catching pass. Skip, we remember talking about AD. Yep. They say he was tired. Yep. Just imagine Steph Curry runs all game long. He does. Or as a wide receiver, they said, we well, run the two minute drill. Yeah. I tell you who don't want you to run the two minute drill the whole game, the wide receivers. Yep. Tom Brady likes it Tom Brady ain't running 40 feet. You're just running sprints. Yeah, exactly. No, you're literally running sprints. Thank you. Yep. You, you're absolutely right. So I just hope it's nothing serious and he's able to get back on the court sooner than later. I hear you, but to your biggest point, last night Steph had 38 points on 11 of 19 and 5 of 10 from three. He had 27 30, in the first half. 38 points. You got it. <laughs> Made all 11 of his free throws. Like no, su no surprise. Yeah. Seven and seven, which hit his averages, and that's with 204 left in the third quarter. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they were down 13 when he got hurt. Yes. And the other irony of the night to me was I happened to have it on watching it just because I'm, I'm mesmerized watching how bad they are on the road, road. versus they're at home and they just blow seem, out seem Boston. They just blow them out. And the irony was the greatest three-point shooter ever, Steph Curry, is reaching in to defend young Jalen Smith, who has fallen after last night when he went 0 for 3 from 3 to the worst three-point shooter in all of basketball. <laughs> Guess what? He fell one rung below Russ. Russ. Last night off 0 for 3, he fell just slightly below Russ to become the worst three-point shooter in basketball this year. So the greatest ever is reaching in to defend a drive featuring Jalen Smith, the worst three-point shooter in all of basketball this year, and he reaches a little wrong. And when I first saw it, it did not look that bad to me. Right. But I don't know. Right. He reached, and then the momentum stretched his, his yeah. arm, and, and something pulled right. in his shoulder. I hope nothing broke. Correct. I, I, but then he grabbed it, and he doubled over, and he's gone. Right. And they're going to MRI it, and they said he had big ice packs on it. Well, sometimes, as you know, in your shoulder, the ice will magically right. start to heal it. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping it's short-term instead of long-term for their sake. But now to your biggest picture point. I've never heard of anything like this before, but points allowed. 
at home versus on the road. It's not it's Golden State Warriors. It's 13 worse on the road. So they allow 13 more points a game on the road. You realize if that held for a whole year, that would be the worst home road disparity on points allowed right. in NBA history. In wow. NBA history, no one's ever gone 13 minus on the road. road. 13. What, what, what is happening to them on the road? I, it doesn't make a lot of sense because they're 12 and 2 at home and they're 2 and 13 on the road. Well, that's not the Warriors. No. They used to love to go into places and just shoot you right out of the gym and shoot you in the heart. And they still can shoot. But the problem is they can't defend. Because, Skip, what people didn't realize is that while they had the number one uh, uh, offense-efficient team, they were normally number one, number two, and number three defensively. Yep. So now we're only – not only could we lock you down, we're going to make – and they were great in the clutch – and they could, they could, they were great offensively. Now they're still a great offensive team, but come road time, whatever the case may be, it's hard to overcome that. Keep overcoming. You yep. get down 15. You get down 20. Yep. At home, Steph hit a couple of bombs. Clay hit a couple of bombs. Poole hit a couple of bombs. Crowd goes electric. You're yeah. right back in the game. <laughs> well, you don't get that electricity from the crowd when you're on the road and you drop down by 15. No. And that's what that's that's what keeps seemingly happen. Skip, if you look at their offense, his efficiency. They're 19. He's 19 points per 100 possession. That trails only Nikola Jokic. Who, it, who's this? Steph Curry. Steph, okay. So yeah. that just goes to show you the importance of yeah. him. Oh, definitely. Jordan Poole is going to have to be like he was in March of April of last year, Skip, where he was averaging about 25 points a game. Yep. It's, it brought. It's, it's time for you to grow up. Okay. So overall, defensively. They were number one in defensive efficiency a year ago for the whole regular right. season. See? Number one. And so far this year, and we're still young in the season, we, I mean, it, it, what's the old rule of thumb? It doesn't start until Christmas Day, right? right? The NBA mm-hmm. doesn't start. But so far, they are tied for 15th in defensive efficiency with okay. your Lakers. Okay, so they're both just middle of the pack. Yeah, but right? see, we, we, yeah, but we ain't tied with them in the offensive efficiency. No, no. <laughs> although they haven't been. They're 10th in offensive right. efficiency, so they haven't been – as they haven't been the Golden State Warriors. Okay, so what I'm seeing overall is in, in many spots, they're an aging basketball team. They've yeah. got the young players, right. although they, they haven't risen to, to the, the levels they need to rise to. Right. I saw some flashes last night of pl- young players were um, Moody and some of the young yeah. guys. I thought DiVincenzo was pretty good last yeah. night. Yeah, but, he was. But the point, they, they made a, you know, the shock troops came in and made a nice run. They cut it to three late in the game but mm-hmm. couldn't hang on. But the, the point is that in the big picture, Draymond is an aging player. Yes. He's still getting you what he gets you. Yet, Clay is an aging player, and Looney is an aging player. Mm-hmm. And as much as Steph is playing all-time great, he's up there with his MVP years. Yes. In his, you can argue he's having his best offensive year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that the commitment is there on the defense end because they won it all last year. Right. When nobody thought they could, they bounced back. And they proved to everybody they could win it all without Kevin Durant. Right. So they did that. Right. And I don't know that they're hungry to defend their title. Skip, I just I, don't know. I, I think they're hungry, but the other teams got better. Yeah. They just don't say, well, you ain't going to state one, man. I don't think we can beat them. They got they're hungry too. Yeah. Go to it's maybe not go to state is not hungry. They might not just be eating. Maybe there's just but you, you can't keep losing those key pieces because everybody everybody well, that's why they drafted Moody. That's why they drafted Kaminga. Yep. Wiseman, for whatever reason, he can't get the minutes and he can't seem to get into the rotation. G so League. I, yeah, he's, yep. they, 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 they sent him down, called yep. him back up, they sent him back down again. But when you have young players, Skip, 
at some you you just hope that they can give you the production that you thought that these veteran guys, that some of these guys that you let go. Because you're like, man, we, we can't play Otto. We can't pay Gary Payton. We playing Steph. We're playing Clay. We're playing yep. Draymond. We gave Wig that deal. We gave Jordan Poole. Skip, there's only so much money because, and I get it, we win a championship, but I can't keep paying $300 million. I don't give a damn. We win a championship in luxury tax. I can't do it. Yep, I agree. Which brings me to the final point. And I don't think it can be underestimated how it shook the culture of the Golden State Warriors when Draymond yeah. went after Jordan yeah, Poole. Yes. And it got captured on video and leaked. And it's, I still I never heard the end of that. You but, can you can have skip, you can handle a lot of things. Yep. A lot of times I believe skip couples in a relationship. You can handle infidelity if it's behind closed doors. Yeah. But once it becomes skip, once it becomes public, yeah. now I wouldn't stay with him. I wouldn't stay with her. Woo, yeah, and so now all that's in your head. Yeah. Man, people are gonna be looking at me like I'm crazy. Man, I can't. I, so now it became public. Everybody looking at man. I don't know how they. I don't know how they gonna survive that, man. How they how they gonna survive that? You know that man do. I mean, how how you explain that, Skip? One day he gonna have kids. Yeah. How you how you explain the man? You know, you got a black eye. Yeah. How you explain the man chin checked you? Mm -hmm. He did. So that's that's the thing. Once it became public, I don't care what anybody say. I still believe you know who. You leaked, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Did they ever find out who leaked that never, tape? Never heard of. Did they ever look? Good question. Did they ever look? So it's just, it's tough. And not having been on a championship team, Skip, and try to repeat, it's not easy. It's not because guess what. You get everybody best. Yeah. They measuring you. They're measuring their team and what they need to do going forward by the success they have against you. Yep. I believe that over the last six or eight years, they they often won because of their culture. Yeah. They, yeah. They do. Yeah. They, 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 they do. They like their head coach and and he likes them. That it. It's a good vibe yeah. in their locker room. They give them the best right? of everything. They, they give them the locker room. They allow sometimes the spouses or, yep. or loved ones to travel with the team. They do. So it's a it's a very it's a very it's a great culture. Yep. It's very family friendly, yep. family based. It is. But it was shook. Shook. Maybe fractured. Like, like there's yeah, a crack yeah, in the yeah, foundation. Yeah, yeah. Because you because give that you don't think of a culture that strong. So something that strong, that yep. foundation, that that firm, mm -hmm. and something that's that's something teams that that lose yep. that don't win that's yep. the type of behavior that they display True. i believe that in the past they have walked on the floor and in the back of their minds they believe we're happier than you are mm -hmm. we, we, we can beat you because we're just happier yes. we are one big happy yes. family here and all of a sudden whew, it got fractured and it got leaked yes and and i'm not sure they've recovered from it yeah i, I and again, I don't even know how to quantify the impact of that, but it, it has to have had some sort of internal impact on the psyche of the basketball right. team. I, I agree with you, Skip, yeah. but I think another thing that goes to why they've had success is that Steph Curry is the unquestioned best player. Yep. And nobody's trying to say even behind closed doors, man, I'm just as good as Steph. Clay has never said that. No. He's always deferred. A lot of times, Skip, you get a situation and we start to see, Scotty, well, I was, the, I was the leader of the team and I was the best. I could have done with that. Or we, we saw the bickering between Shaq and Kobe. My yep. team, I'm better. I'm good. I can do this. Yeah. But you never had no. that. Mm -hmm. You never had that with the big, the big no. three Celtics. No. Uh, you yeah. never had that with the Pistons. It was Isaiah was the leader. He was the best player. And everybody... They did all they could to protect it. So, and I think that goes a lot to do with it, Skip, because 
normally dynasties or empires, they fall from within. Mm -hmm. You get somebody saying, I'm just as good, I'm better. And then they start doing things to try to show you that they're better and they get outside the framework yep. of what made them successful. I don't see that. I don't get that sense. Now, I could be wrong. I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know any of them guys. Mm. But it just seems to me that, like, hey, Steph's the guy. Okay, Steph's one. Clay, you're two. Draymond, three. Now, Poole is three. You're probably four. But that seems to be... But all of a sudden, it was Draymond versus Poole for three or four. There, now you got a problem. There you go. There you yeah. go. Because no, it was no more going to be the big three. Draymond, Steph, and Clay. Yep. It was going to be Steph, Clay, and Poole. Yes. Correct. Hey, I want my place. You ain't coming to take my place. You ain't going to get my cornbread. Well, to your biggest picture <laughs> point, no Steph is oh, yeah, yeah, no, Steph. No, 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 no good. No. 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 And, guys, the Warriors have a tough back-to-back -back on the road coming up. Starts with the 76ers tomorrow night and then the Toronto Raptors on Sunday. All right. Do the Niners, did that blowout of the Buccaneers have a silver lining, perhaps, for Tom Brady in Tampa? We'll explain how that could be possible up next. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All right, so Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles asked if their 35-7 loss to the Niners would have a negative impact on his team. Interesting response from Bowles. He said, quote, no, it's easier to get over it, actually. You get blown out, it's easier to get over as opposed to losing a close one. Shannon, weigh in here. Do you like it or do you have a problem with what Bulls said? Man, Todd Bulls full of caca. Because when you get beat by a lot, Skip, what does it tell you? Your team not that good. At least, Skip, if I get beat by a touchdown, I get beat by a field goal, I can say, you know what? Hey, look, guys, uh, uh, the Texans. Guys, we have four cracks at the four, on, on the four-yard line. Mm -hmm. We could have easily won this game. What does Todd Bowles go into a Wednesday meeting and tell these guys? We had a chance to win this game? What play? Would you have 30 holding penalties? Man, you get beat by 28 points and then with Tom Brady on your team? That ain't easy to get over. That was an old-fashioned butt whipping. Mm -hmm. They went through you like far and water through a tourist, mm -hmm. and you were talking about you had a chance? Yep. 
When you get beat by a lot, Skip, it tells you one thing. You're not nearly good enough to compete. At least if I get, Skip, you can say, hey, if that hold, you're like, well, I know people are saying, but Shannon, that holding penalty that Mike Evans had a touchdown, that would have tied the game. He held him. The guy started, he was go looking at Tom Brady. When Donovan Smith got through with him, Skip, his back was to Tom Brady. How did he get in that position? Because Donovan Smith held him. Yep. He almost cost him a game against New Orleans because he got a holding penalty on a touchdown. You got it. So, no. And Todd Bowles knows this. Skip, his offense, his defense has been the most consistent part of their team. But it's not the offense gets to go on to the playoffs or further advance further. If the, and the uh, excuse me, the defense advance and the offense doesn't. It is a team. And right now, your team isn't very good. And a 20 and a 35-7 victory, uh, uh, excuse me, a 35-7 loss yep. tells you your team isn't good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, Skip, okay, you lost 13 nothing. Like, well, okay, the defense did help them to 13. Or the, the offense just didn't get it going today. You scored seven, but you gave up 35. So what aspect can you go in there on, on a Monday meeting and say, hey, guys, hey, we were close. <laughs> Man, a play here or a play there. Who knows what the ball bounces our way. Damn, the ball bounces y'all way, the wrong way the entire game. I played too long. You covered too long. You know, you know. We talked, man, 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 the, man, they put that thing on us today, man. We ain't even have a chance. That's what, that's what guys are saying. Guys are saying, man, we were close, man. Ooh, hey, man, hey, that penalty here, a drop, the ball bounced, you know, the ball funny bounced the wrong way. Nah, y'all didn't get no bounce. That could have been a basketball, and that bounced straight up and down. Y'all wasn't winning that game on Sunday, and y'all were not close as a team. So Todd can tell y'all, well, it's actually, no, it ain't. No, 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 no. I played too long, and I wasn't, in, I wasn't a part of a whole lot of – but them lopsided, I think we lost, hold on, I think we lost to Philly my third year. That was, uh, uh, Skip, I know you remember Jerome Brown, Jay Boogie. Mm -hmm. He ended up dying in the car accident, yep. the offseason, so they dedicated that season. I think they, they shut us out. I think we might have had like 70 yards of total offense. It wasn't like, just get up. I'm like, bro, we had 70 yards of total offense in the entire game. You ain't getting over that. I appreciate you trying, Todd, but nah, not this one, bro. Not this one. Okay, I completely concur. <laughs> As Parcells famously said, you are what your record yes. says you are. They're six and seven. Right. They're just not a very good football team right now. The problem is, what else can Todd Bowles say at this point? He's got to put some sort of positive spin or they'll just quit on him. <laughs> he tried the week before. He, he tried the old, we've got to look in the mirror and decide how badly we want this. And then they go lay a 35-7 to 7 egg, and it sounds like they looked in the mirror and said, well, we don't. We're not good. Right? <laughs> That's what they saw. So I don't know what else he can say. He can't say publicly, we're just, we're just a bad football team. Right. Because you, you can't it, – it, you could if you just missed the playoffs. Right. If, if your season officially, mathematically right. eliminated you – then maybe you could just say, we're, we're just a bad football right. team. But obviously, by virtue of playing in by far the worst division in all of football, <laughs> the NFC going south, because they're just going right. south and going south, right. they might win it with a losing record. And they still have a chance because they're still, whatever it is, half game up. Yeah. And they still get to play Carolina the second to last game at home. And then they get to go to Atlanta for the final game with a rookie against quarterback. a rookie quarterback. Correct. All right. So 
the one thing that this franchise has going for it is it does still have Brady at quarterback. Right. And Brady does have a long, bizarre history of stinkers that lead to a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. But but if you just to remind you, there was that classic on to Cincinnati game right. in 2014, and, and this was a Monday night game. Right. It was at Kansas City, and the final score was Kansas City 41. This wasn't with Patrick Mahomes. This was right. with Alex Smith. Alex Smith. 41 to 14 over Belichick, Brady, and company. And in that game, Brady was pretty horrible. He's 14 to 23 for 159, 159, one touchdown, two interceptions with a QBR of 27, right. which is low, zero to 100 scale. And then let's fast forward to his first year, the pandemic year, yeah. as a Buccaneer. And by the way, that Kansas City game was on a Monday night. So on a Sunday night right. against your arch rival at home, you'd already lost to him right. once in the opener at New Orleans. This is New Orleans and Drew Brees at Tampa on Sunday night football solo stage, they got beaten 38-3. to And it felt even worse than the 35-7 to right. did because it was a disaster right. of a debacle. Well, you remember, Skip, they allowed him to kick the long field goal to keep they from did. getting shut out. To keep from getting shut out. It should have been 38 to nothing. <laughs> In that game, Brady was 22 of 38 for 208. Zero touchdowns and three interceptions. Right. Uh, it might have been the worst game he's ever played. It just yeah. might have been. His QBR was four, as in F-O-U-R, four. But the difference between this and then, Skip, is that we've never seen Brady play this many average to below yeah, I'll, average I'll games in a season. Okay, I got that. At any point in time, even if, well, Skip, even in that, uh, that year that they got beat by uh, uh, Kansas City, 41-14, mm -hmm. you said, he didn't, he didn't look like this. He was playing unbelievable except that game. Okay, and obviously they went on and managed to win the Super Bowl against the Legion of Boom in the game you brought right. up earlier in the show, right. the Malcolm Butler yes. Memorial game. Okay, and in the pandemic year, you could still see along the trail, uh, they're they're pretty good. They, they got yeah. their defenses. It's flying. Right. It's loaded. And obviously they go on to Green Bay, and then they beat Rodgers at Rodgers, and they go on and win the Super Bowl. Correct. Okay. Then we got last year, late in the year, I think December 13th, another Sunday night football game against your arch rival, the New Orleans Saints, at home, at home. They throw up a nine-to-nothing stinker, and it wasn't such a stinker for the defense as these other games right. were, but nine-to-nothing, and Brady has another one of those debacle games. He's 26 of 48 for 219, no touchdowns, one interception with a QBR of 24. So it's a stinker that leads to on to whoever came next week. But they, they go on, right. and obviously they beat the Eagles in the first round at home, and they did take the Rams right. to the wire right. in the next playoff game at home. But look at it, Skip. Yep. Tom Brady had 43 touchdowns. He led yep. the league. What's the likelihood he throws? He has 17 right now. So what's the likelihood he throws 26 no. touchdowns in the last four games? Okay. And you look at his QBR, where he was last year. Mm -hmm. He's outside of the top 20. He was top 10 last year in QBR. So clearly, this year has been like no other year Tom Brady has ever experienced in his career. Completely Forget agree. games, year. Completely agree. Okay, the other problem at San Francisco was on the defensive side, shortly into the game, yeah. they were down six starters on a defense that already lost JVP right. and Sue 
and Shaq Barrett. Correct. Who were the mainstays yeah. of that front, right? right? Yes. You still got the two linebackers. Right. But around them, you had nobody. And right. I'm not sure we got to wait for the injury reports going into Friday. I don't know who's going to be able to play defense right. against Joe Burrow. Right. If you think Brock Purdy went Joe Montana on them, <laughs> wait, wait and see what Joe Burrow does to right. them. Trust me, he will pick them to pieces yeah. because that's what he does. Right. Okay, so then I start to study this. And remember, I thought before the year started, I thought Gronk would come back in November 1st, December 1st sometime, <laughs> and you said no, and you were correct. And I look at Gronk's production last year, and he was pretty sensational because he, he managed to play 12 games last year. He caught 55 balls with six touchdown catches. The average was 14.6 a catch. Trust me, as you well know, being that's a tight a, end, that, that's ex, that's it, very impressive to a tight end. So now you've had to replace him with a kid that you like, but he's just this kid yeah, from yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. K-Dot. He, he ain't Gronk. He, okay? don't, he don't command the respect and the attention that no, Gronk did. No, So he's also played 12 games so far, and I look at the productivity – and he's caught 36 balls against the 55 that Gronk caught. And he's caught two touchdown passes versus the six that Gronk caught. And guess what? <laughs> His yards per catch is 9.4. Well, I know it doesn't sound like much to go yeah, from 14.6 yeah. to 9.4. It's a, a, like a drop-off. Well, he's not cliff. even averaging a first down a catch. No. A tight end, I mean, a good, a decent tight end, you're supposed to average at least a first a, down a, a catch. A first down a catch. Okay, so Cameron Brait was the number two tight end, and he's just been hurt all year. And guess right. how many touchdown catches he none. catches? Yeah, it's none. And he had four last year. Right. Okay, so think about this. So you have no security blanket there at all. At least, given right? you lost Gronk, you was hoping on that, you know what, with this new kid, K-Don, and with Cameron Brake, yep. we can, uh, you know, right. we can replicate the production that we lost with Gronk yep. with two guys instead of one. Yep. But okay. you haven't been able to do it. All right. And then don't underestimate, Tom Brady loved Antonio Brown. Right. He, he loved him almost as much as he loved Gronk. And before the meltdown last year, A.B. played seven games for Tom Brady. And I'm looking at these numbers, and they're sensational. He caught 42 passes in seven games for 545. 13 yards a catch, and all of a sudden you try to replace him with Julio, who's been beat up. He right. missed practice yesterday. He's got a knee that's bothering him. He, he just doesn't look like Julio right. to me. Well, he was supposed to be your new right. speed guy or right. whatever. I don't not, not that he's like A.B. because right. he's no, big he versus different, Yeah, he's a different, I mean, different okay, type of receiver. Yeah. But would you believe that Julio in, has now played eight games to A.B. seven and caught 20 fewer passes than A.B. caught through yeah. in seven games? And – the yards per catcher, it's, it's like, I don't even want to read it to you. It's just embarrassing. So you, you, you're not the same. You're no, not who you no, were no, last year, no, right? No. So they're a bad football team right now. And Brady used the ironic line on to Cincinnati, which was Belichick's line after the Monday night debacle back in 2014. And remember, they turned right around and they had Cincinnati at New England and beat them 43 to 13 after they lost 40, 41, 41 to 14. OK, right. so you can see what happened. Right. They just reversed it. Right. Here we go. And they were off to the races and on to the Super Bowl. Okay, so are they on to Cincinnati now? And really? <laughs> uh. Skip. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a six and seven football team 
with a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. If they didn't have Tom Brady, we would say they were small. Lord have they mercy. would they would they would we would, no. we would just talk we would just say what they actually are. Yep. A six and seven football okay. team. They're a six and seven football team that has not played skip, they've scored more than twenty two points yep. once. They lost they they scored twenty two and they lost to Baltimore. Yep. They scored thirty one and they lost to the uh, uh Kansas City. Yep. The other game, twenty game they got, they scored twenty one against Seattle. I got it. Good point. <laughs> okay. Last couple of quick points on this year. Now we're back. Mike Evans is still there, and I'm sure he's beat up like everybody right. is, but he caught 14 touchdown passes last year, albeit in more games than he's played up to this point. Well, he ain't going to have 14 he's this year. He's got three. He ain't going to have 14 three, this so year. So help me out. That, yeah. That's like, what? Yeah, he's not about to get 11 in four games. He got three? And then their running game last year, was, was pretty it was good. It wasn't great. It, it, it was it, decent. It was pretty good. But you had playoff Lenny and you had Rojo, right. Ronald Jones. Right. And now you got the kid Rashad White. And I see flashes of brilliance. Right. And I see a little blast from the past here and there from Leonard Fournette. Right. But not like I saw no. last year because they are dead last in rushing. Help me out. W what do you got here? What, what, what's, what's to love? Nothing. Right? Nothing. Nothing. And, Nothing. And that's the thing. Skip. That's what I'm trying to tell him. He's like, well, hey, it's easy to get over. How? <laughs> if we had something, we can go hang out. Hey, you know we can still throw the ball with the best of them. We know we can still pound okay. the ball with the best of them. Right. We can go get after your quarterback and commit and turn you over. Okay. What, what, what can he say? Okay. He, he really can't say anything but what he said. But if you want to go lie detector, if you want to sit Todd Bowles down right now and you and I watch him take a lie detector test. We he, bad. He, he would just say we're bad. That's, that's <laughs> we what he would bad. say. We bad. He'd say we're, we're just a bad football team. We and I, can't, I don't know how to fix it. No. Because th at this late date, you, you can't you, you, fix you, it. Because you got what you got. And, and by the way, they're a bad, wounded football team. Yes. Okay, yes. Well, that's even worse. Because it's not like, you know, you can say, well, this old – Skip, these are the best offensive players that the Bucks have ever had. You look at your quarterback, you look at your wide receivers, uh, the offensive line. I mean, uh, uh, Worth is the best offensive line, but, I mean, they did draft Paul Gruber. I think he went four overall back in 88, uh, yep. the year yep. my brother came out. Yep. But – Okay, and I'm going to throw one last little point at you. Remember Jill Bernard? yeah. He caught four touchdown passes last year, and they're all red zone because he'd run his little option yeah, route that, yeah, that you yeah, saw Rashad yeah, White win yeah, the game with yeah, against the Saints because yeah. he was really good at it. Yeah. And he's healthy now, but he only plays special teams. I, I don't know what happened. I don't think they make the little Geo anymore. Okay. Remember, the Geo used to be a nice little car. Was it? Yeah, they, they don't make them no more. I don't think they make them anymore. They might. Know. Okay. So that's I, I, I'm looking for some piece of something from last year, and I can't find it. Well, last I checked, Warren Sapp. D. Brooks and, <laughs> and Simeon Wright and John Lynch ain't no. walking through that door at Rodney Barber. Boy. So you got what you got. Hey, those guys could knock your door down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. It's bizarre to see the Bucks right now come into this week with the 18th ranked total offensive spot. Yeah. Strange to see them down that far. All right, guys, do we have a trap game alert? Skip, are your Cowboys overlooking their next opponent? We'll dive like into that on the other side of this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. On Von Miller's live video podcast within the Bleacher Report app, Micah Parsons talked about who deserved credit for the Eagles' success this season. Uh, take a listen. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's system and team. Shannon, how much danger are the Cowboys in by overlooking the Jags this weekend? They look good against the Titans. Man, are I they going straight I, ahead to the Eagles? I'm not willing to jump that conclusion because he was asked a question and he answered it honestly that he's overlooking the Jags. I know they came off a, a, a tight win over the Texans. The, uh, the Jags are looking really good as of late. Trevor Lawrence looked like the number one pick, and you started to see why he was selected number one overall. Uh I think this will probably ratchet it up if there's any more thing. If there's anything else, you can ratchet up even more. It's a division rival. We're two games in front. We can really make this thing interesting with what two games to play. They lose, we win. We, I mean, they lose another game. We win out. We take over the division. So, look, I understand all that, but I don't. I don't think because he was asked a question, he answered it, Skip. Honestly, that they're overlooking the Jags. And normally, what happens when you have a tight win over a team that you you have superior talent and you know you should have beaten by more than what you've done, you kind of focus in the next week because you don't want on the road mm-hmm. a game that they won Sunday. If they find themselves in that situation on the road, they're going to lose that game. And I think Mike McCarthy will do a great job of implementing and letting these guys know, hey, we played with fire. We, 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 we danced with the devil. Yep. And we were able to live to tell about it in a positive manner. Let's not let what happened Sunday, it come down to the final seconds of the game or we having to go 98 yards. There are not a whole lot of teams that can go 98 yards on the road. Yep. Uh, John Elway is the only guy that I know that, that actually did that on the road. Yep. So with that being said, Skip, I think that, look, I think their focus, he was just asked a question. And for me, I don't, I don't really care who, is it this or is that, who gets the credit, who started this, who discovered it. But look, that's, that's, a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of talk, a whole lot of means nothing to me. All I know is the Eagles are 12-1. and one, The Cowboys are 10-3. and three. They're looking to have a very meaningful game because if you lose these game, this game, it doesn't matter. It does, it does not matter what happens because the Eagles are not going to lose three games in a row and you won't be able to catch them. So this is probably one of the most important games of the Cowboys season is this game if they want the game on Christmas Eve to actually mean something yeah. other than, you know, you, you got to play the game. But if you lose this game, game on Christmas Eve means nothing, Skip, because the Eagles are not losing out. Mm-mm. Agreed. <laughs> So this is a gut feeling on my part. I believe that the Eagles yesterday morning had a team meeting. And I believe in that meeting, the head coach started it and the quarterback probably stood up and finished it and said, we will not respond to Micah Parsons. Right. We will respond to him on Christmas. We we will. That's what they just said. Our mantra this week, our battle cry this week will be, we are focused on Chicago. And when Jalen was asked about it in his media session, he said, I'm focused on Chicago. And he would not respond to Micah Parsons. Credit to them because that's the way to do that. Right. I've told you this before. I I feel like my team has been looking ahead to Philadelphia for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. You you could make the case my team has been looking ahead to Philadelphia since since October or whatever it was, (laughs) 16th or whatever, that Sunday night at Philadelphia, because they want to wreak revenge on this team because I think they believe they're a little better than a 12-1 team. That's what I think they believe, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what inspired Micah 
to embolden Micah to say what he said. Okay. Unfortunately, I would much rather go to Chicago right now than I would to go to Jacksonville yeah. because the oh, yeah. degree of difficulty is much higher at Jacksonville yeah. because I'm looking closer now because I haven't followed the Jags, although I will remind you before the year, I just went way out on a limb and I picked the Jags to be a wild card team. Right. And I said, I'm just going against all the odds. Right. And they still might. They, they might. But they need to win this game. It's a little, game. little, it's to, a little bit of a long a, shot. Yeah. But now they've won three of their last five. So I look at who, who did they beat in their last, those three of five. They beat the Raiders at home 27 to 20. And that's before the Raiders took off and won three in a row mm -hmm. and then got Baker Mayfield, obviously, last Monday night. They beat Baltimore when Baltimore with Lamar was yeah. flying pretty high. Right. And remember, boy, Lamar was furious after that game because Trevor Lawrence led a long touchdown drive and then hit Zay Jones for the two-point. Remember, they yeah. went for the throat. Right. They went for the kill, and they, they got it, 28-27. to 27. And then, as you keep pointing out, that, that game at Tennessee, that, that was something yeah. now. That, that ought to raise your eyebrows. Yeah. And hopefully – that would recapture the attention of my team right. because they, they got to look at that score and say, wait a second. Don't you got to play Tennessee too? Yeah. We got to go after Phil, the next okay, week after yeah, okay. Philadelphia. I so. Okay. I mean, maybe this is good news that they're sort of crumbling. Obviously, mm -hmm. their GM got let go and they're sort of crumbling yeah, around. Yeah, that, 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 that made no sense, but yeah. you're right. Okay. I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence. He's starting to emerge as what he was. He's the number one overall pick, yeah. and he, he's really good. Not high touchdowns. He's 20, but only to six interceptions. So he's starting to figure it out. Yeah. He's averaging 246 yards passing a game, which is pretty good. He's 13th in QBR, and he's on the rise in QBR. So that's pretty good. And he gets to throw to Christian Kirk and to Zay Jones. And then Evan Ingram had a breakout hey, game, the game. Yeah. Yeah, at Tennessee. Yeah. And ETN, I oh, I liked him a lot at, yeah. at Clemson. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is in Jacksonville yeah. also. Yep. Yeah. Okay. They got weapons. Yeah. And their defense is pretty. It's middle of the pack. Right. Ranked 15 yeah. yards. And I'm sorry, in points allowed. Right. Okay. They're credible. Not, gr not great, okay. but they're not awful. All right. So my team once again is a five and a half point favorite on the road. Well. I, I can't say I love this. I, th this is not one where I guarantee this. We're, you and I are not going to pick 38 to 10 Dallas no, the way we did no. over Houston at home, right? No. But it's a game that if, if you're who I think they are, you just go win this game. Right. You, you figure out a way. Even if you win it by three or four right. or six or yeah. seven, you just go win yeah. this I don't, game. I don't, I don't know what you're, what you're going to make your prediction and what you think the score will be, but I'm not, I don't think you're predicting the blowout. Nope. I think this game is going to be less than a score. I mean, it'll be less than seven points. Okay. I, I'm a little surprised at five. I'm sorry. I said five and a half. It dropped. I, we checked it before the show. It's been bet down to four because it should wow. have been bet down okay. to four because you can see what the betting public – they're saying, wait right. a second, because of the Tennessee score right. and because of the Dallas score, score against the Texans, mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. people are saying, I'll take that. Right. You're going to give me that team at home and you're going to give me points? I'll right. take those five and a half. I agree. And all of a sudden it goes down, 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 down. down. Yeah. And I don't know what it is at this moment, but it, it was four right before we went on the air. Okay. Okay. So the point is it's dangerous – to be talking about the Eagles. It's not the smartest thing in the world for Micah to do it. And I told you, is it just foolish immaturity? Is it just a kid talk, doing kid talk, getting caught up? Because he's in awe of Von Miller because Von Miller does and has been doing <laughs> at the highest level yeah. what Micah would love to do. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of Super Bowl defensive uh, MVPs They're walking not. around out there. They're not. <laughs> and listen, that guy, we've talked about him, wherever he goes, Really good stuff good happens. happens. So yeah. he goes to the Rams last year and really good stuff mm -hmm. happened, right?
And things, good things will happen in Buffalo. It, it Unfortunately, like they're going to have to go it alone now. Yeah. And, and you know what? They're going to miss him. Oh, absolutely. Just in presence. because He was there, Mariano Rivera. He was. He, he, because he said, look, I had third, I was, Buffalo, the, the general manager, and, you know, I'm, McDermott was saying, we were 13 seconds away yep. from having an AFC championship game in Buffalo. We needed Mo Rivera to go get this out. We needed somebody to go chase, to get Pat Mahomes off the field, get him on the ground. And so we got the next... We went and got Von Miller because we saw what he did in the, uh, against uh, Tom Brady. We saw what he did against Garoppolo. We saw what he did in the championship in the, AF, in the uh, Super Bowl against Joe Burrow. Yeah. So he was the best available Wait, pass. Did you say Cam? Did you see what he did to Cam? Yo, Cam and yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. But, but, I mean, but I'm just talking yeah. about this last oh, year's this playoff. Last year? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Everybody yeah. saw what he did to Cam. Well, I mean, that he was, took the, he took the game he just over. Took the game over. I mean, what the, what the third player of the game? He takes the ball out of his hand and uh, um, they jump and Jackson uh, Malik jumps on the ball in the end zone. Yeah. So. Yeah, he he he's the real deal. He's a big game hunter, and they went and got a closer. He's their Mo Rivera, yeah. and he was supposed to shut it down late in the ball games. Yeah, he he's what Jerry talks about with Odell. Like you need that guy to make that play yes. in that game. Yes, that's what Odell can do. But but on the other side of the ball, this guy has done it at the highest level, proven it forever. Yes, for a long time. Mm -hmm. And you're right. They're sitting across. It wasn't even a Zoom. It, it, it was face-to-face. -face. Right. And, boy, you get caught up in the energy of Von Miller, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, you're spilling. Yeah. And so he's speaking his heart. He, he's not sold on Jalen Hurts. Right. Okay. I told you earlier. I, I'm fine with that. But, boy, you better go back that up because you got a lot to back up. And, and he wasn't great at Philly in the first game. No. And it was the first time I saw him get, not exposed, get – Get taken advantage yeah. of. Well, I'm, I'm going to use yeah. his strength, which yeah. is his speed and quickness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use that against him. Yeah, we're going to make you hesitate. Oh, you're coming my way mm -hmm. with a read option? Yep. You're, you're going to screen me over yep. here? You're going to roll out on me over here and I got to make a choice? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then the, the Eagles actually developed the blueprint and put it out there on tape. Oh, this is what you do to Micah Parsons. Right. And he has been haunted by this ever since that night. Yes. Okay, so you got to figure it out and you got to back it up. I still got my team over Philly. I just got them. But, but I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder about my team over Jacksonville. All I know is you gave me them points. So. I did. I gave you three. Yep. And at the rate we're going, Philly might be favored in the well, game. That ain't got nothing to do with me. No, you no. already gave me the point. That, <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. You I should've... did, and I still feel good about okay, it. Okay, okay. I, I, you know what? I feel better about the Philly game than I do about the Jacksonville yeah. game. I will see how you feel after Jacksonville put that okay. foot to you. Okay, well, it still doesn't matter because I still think my team is just dead set, hell bent on beating Philadelphia. Yeah, I probably. Okay. Because, you know, that's, that's your, with Skip, you can't, it doesn't matter if you beat Philadelphia, if you lose to Jacksonville, okay. it doesn't matter. But, but, but I don't even think it's about winning the division, it's just about beating Philadelphia. Don't you want to make the playoff for the first time since 2006, 2007? Yeah, but, but we're going to make the playoffs, we're going to make the playoffs. That'll be the first time y'all done that in a long time. Since? Six and seven. 2006 and seven. Yeah. All right. Well, we haven't been to an NFC Indeed. championship game in 27 yeah, years. Yeah, you still probably oh, won't not, might not go. You have to, if you haven't played the Eagles of San Francisco, you won't might, go to Madigan? We will go. No, you won't. We will. Not if you get Eagles of the 49ers. Ain't going to happen. We will. No, you will not. Time will tell. A win this weekend over the Jaguars would definitely lock up at least a playoff spot for you, though, Skip, to Shannon's point. All right. Has Russell Westbrook played well enough that the Lakers might actually re-sign him? Why Skip and Shannon dive into that possibility when we come back.
You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Russell Westbrook has been averaging 15 points, 8 assists, and 6 boards coming off the bench for the Lakers this season. It suits him in a lot of ways. His field goal percentage up 4% compared to starting last year. Plus, his turnovers per game, they're down. Shannon, would you now like to see the Lakers re-sign Russ going forward? I would at the right price. But, Skip, I just fear Russ is accepting this role with the Lakers. I think his still his chief goal is to be a starter somewhere. And if someone's going to give him an opportunity to start and the money is similar, I, I know he – Skip, I know he loves being home. Um, he's from this – he's from the L.A. area. Yep. He's home, the kids, the wife. He's very family-oriented. He gets to go home every night, see the, I mean, and after every game, and see the wife, see the kids, see the family. I get all that. But I just think that deep down inside, he's like, I'm a starter. I still can start in this league. I know I can. But I've been very impressed that he's very impressed that he swallowed his pride. He's become accepted of this role. He's been great in this role. He hasn't been good. He's been great in this role. Mm -hmm. He just gave you 2014 and I think five or six. He gave you that. We've seen him have 15 assists. We've seen him have 11 assists. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's leading the team in assists from, as the sixth man. Yeah. So with that being said, Skip, and we see AD's progression into what we've seen AD become. The majority of his assists is coming from Russ because Russ will attack the basket and then drop the ball off. He's been great with AD in the pick and roll. Skip, remember all, 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 when he uh, averaged a triple-double and he's having those great years in uh, OKC? The guy that was in the pick and roll and the guy that was getting the drop off was Steven Adams. Well, <laughs> AD is light years better than Steven Adams as an offensive player, even as a, as a player. And so now you see AD is getting you 35 and 17 or 15 and 55 and 40 and all these putting up these great numbers. That's because Russ has been so tremendous in his role coming off the bench and he's able to just push the ball. AD's running, rolling to the rim, catching a lot of lobs. So for me, Skip, yeah, I think he would be great. And he has. Changed the way we look at him because we thought he was selfish. Bro, you need the coach was like the one to come off the bench. He piled it. I don't want to come off the bench. I'm Russ Westbrook. Do y'all know who I am? I'm top 75 all time. I'm an all NBA player. I'm this and that. Yep. D Ham came in, put his arm around him, and said, Russ, bro, we really believe you can help us more in the sixth man role. Mm -hmm. Coming off the bench, you'll have the ball in your hand. You'll be able to get up and down. And he's he's served that well. He served that role well. Yeah. But at the end of the skip, that man, that's a prideful man, and he should be. That, that, Russ ain't no, he wasn't no bum. He did that. Mm. You keep talking about what, what, what he did that. Everybody's not gonna win a championship. But just because you win, don't win a championship doesn't mean you're a bad player or you're a bum. There are a lot of great players that didn't win championships. Carl Malone was a great player. Charles Barkley was a great player. Russ could potentially is a great player, even if he doesn't win a championship. But I just think, Skip, if someone's going to give him an opportunity to start, I believe Russ will take that opportunity and go start. Mm. That's just me. That's what I think. I hope he does it because I like him. I like, I like what he's done. I like the way he's done a 180 and, you know, swallowed his pride. It takes a lot because great athletes are very, very prideful people. Yep.
Remember what happened the first night during the preseason when Darvin attempted yeah. to not start him? And you know what he did? He limped when he got put in the game. And he quickly limped off and limped up the tunnel. I pulled my hamstring. Yeah. I, I don't think – I think he pulled his pride. Yes, he pulled. yes. And his quote after the game was, I've been doing the same thing for 14 years straight. Honestly, I, I didn't know what to do during the pregame. Being honest, I was trying to figure out how to stay warm and loose. Right. Well, he figured it out. Yes. Because this is happening. Mm-hmm. And if – what are they, 11 and 16? Yeah. If, if they were 16 and 11, Darvin Ham would be the coach of the year. Yes. Seriously. Yes. It's hard to, to make that case right now because they're 11 and 16. Correct. But the miracle he has made, the rebirth of Russell Westbrook, is as shocking to me – as how bad he was last year right. because he was a top 75. He's obviously a slam dunk first ballot mm-hmm. Hall of Fame off four out of five years averaging a triple-double. Yes. I never saw, thought I'd see one post Oscar Robertson. Right. And I saw four out of five. And he was the MVP the first time he did. 2016, yep. He's the MVP of the league. Last year, I've never seen a great player fall so far so quickly Neither as he that, did yeah. last year. No. It was one day we, we used to come in and I'd do blooper reels of yeah. his turnovers on, on almost a, a daily basis right. off night games right. because he led the league in turnovers all the way to the last three when he sat and Trey Young passed him right. by. Correct. But mm-hmm. he was the worst three-point shooter. He was the fourth worst free throw shooter. He, he was an albatross around LeBron's neck last right. year where it's just it's hard to overcome that. It's hard to rise above that. I think what happened, Skip, and I could be wrong, but I, I, I'll say this, but I think I'm right. I think because he has a, the level of respect that he has for Darvingham, he's become more accepting. Because they tried to get him to come off the bench last year with Frankie V. Yeah. But he had little to no respect for Frankie no. V. He's like, hell no, nah, I ain't coming off the damn <laughs> yeah, bench for you. Yeah, that's true. But Ham was able to put his arm around him and explain to him, this is what we need. Yeah. We need you in this role. We believe you can help us more in this role. In the first couple of games, they started him, Skip, and he was awful. He was about to go down the same path this year he as won. he was headed down last year. Yep. He starts coming off the bench. And he's been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, he's going to turn the ball over because he's, he, he plays at a phonetic pace. Yep. And sometimes, he, a lot of times, he jumps up in there and he has no idea where I'm going with the ball. And he'll throw it away. And he does have terrible hands. Yeah. It's but, shocking how but, bad they are. But, the kid, but I tell you one hey. thing, he will play his tail off. He will. M- more than ever on the defensive Yeah. Game. Although, just for the record, I just looked this up. Defensive win shares. He's he's what he's down near the bottom. He's 313. Yeah. Yet the other night against Boston, I don't know what got into him. He should have been top ten because he blocked oh. Jalen Brown twice, oh. got him from the back. Yeah. And he uh, he had he turned the ball over. Remember, he turned the ball over in one ear. He hustled back down the court and blocked, blocked Jalen Brown shot. layup. And then in overtime, remember this play? Yeah. You could see it, please. Where he just I, stuffed him. He just he just annihilated him. I think he fouled him. I'm pretty sure he fouled him, but he just takes the ball and goes the other way, and boom. That's vintage, man. What a play this is. I'm, I'm pretty sure he hammered him. No, we get out of a clean block. <laughs> it's a clean block. Clean block. Yeah, but Jalen Brown's like, where did that come from? Where exactly. did he come from? But uh, uh, Chris Maddox was, you know, uh, the article, he's yep. like, basically, this is the Allen Iverson comparison. Yeah. But Allen was unwilling to come up to Heck bench. no. No. And, and if you look at it, Skip, they have bears. I mean, Allen Iverson won the MVP. So did Russ. He was an all-NBA, uh, all-NBA player many, many times. So was Russ. He was an all-star many, many times over. So was Russ. But 
AI just could not see himself as a role player. No. And I think that what led to his led to him being out of the league a lot sooner than maybe what he should have. Now, I don't think AI kept himself in the greatest shape like Russ does. No. That probably also that also helped him hugely agree. Usher him out a little sooner than than what he needed to. And ironically, he got teamed late in his career with Carmelo in Denver. Right. And neither one of them took care of themselves and they both suffered for it. Yes. In the longer term. But I but I, I love the way Russ has done a 180. He's playing extremely well. And, yeah, I would like to see him come back with the Lakers, but I just think deep down inside he wants to be a starter. He's seen right. himself as a starter. So I look at what's happened since he started coming off the bench, 15 points a game, eight assists, to your point. It's tremendous. Rebounds down, but he just doesn't play quite as many minutes. Right. 5.4 rebounds, right. and that's in 25 games since October 28. The problem is – He's still second to the la- to last in three point shooting. Yeah. So if if you <laughs> if you start to feature him, the way LeBron, I think LeBron was just out of gas right. in the overtime, but they, they finally just said, okay, Russ, you do it. And he got off hot and made his first yeah. two shots. One one a nobody a, a was more happy than the, than the than the than the Celtics. Celtics. So they know they know they what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think we have those three <laughs> shots. So then after he made the first two, these are the next three that he took in overtime. They're, they're just daring. Oh, you you you're going to let me shoot. No, no. And then, again, corner. He kind of likes that shot, and he's made a few of them lately. Although, when he does make one, I'm like, he made one. Yeah, yeah. You're more surprised that he made it than him. Yeah, okay. So, this is my gut feeling going forward. A case could be made. That if he would take some less more money than forty, well, he ain't making money. He ain't getting forty million. I don't care where he goes. Starter, role player, he ain't getting those forty million dollar okay, days. But over. even in the twenty million range, whatever. Yeah. If he takes half, Skip, I don't know, Skip. Okay. Unless you got to be a, like a LeBron. I mean, it's, it, I mean, LeBron is in year twenty of making forty something million dollars. Yeah. I don't see Russ. Get, I, I think may, maybe mid level exception. Yeah, maybe. I, this is just me. I'm going on my gut feeling. I don't love him. I just don't love him. And and I, I believe if we could put LeBron on a lie detector right. sitting right here, right. he would tell you I don't love playing with him. Yeah. I think he would tell you that. Any man, any per any athlete that can transform and can swallow his pride and to do what Russ has done. Skip, I mean, think about it when you try to get when you try to get a, a starting quarterback that's not as accomplished as Russ. To move to the back of the road. All right. I got that. But I don't even love him as your sixth man of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I love him. Do you love, really? Yeah, yeah. And they better you, not you know trade what? him. And they better not trade him this year. I, I, I pick it. Okay, this is gut feeling on Russell Westbrook. I think he has losing intangibles. That's my gut feeling where he has top 75 ability. Yes. But his impact on the game is losing intangibles because he's still a solo act to me. And, no, he and he's, loving, he's loving the role because yeah. he knows he could win an award for the yeah. role. Yeah. And I think he's running away with six That's man right. of the he, year. We're going to get back to 500 first, yep. and then we're going to take off. Are you really? Yep, sure are. Well, you got a, little, you got a ways to go. Yeah, you know, we, start with, we start with the Nuggets. Are you? Yeah, you see AD? Now, I know what they, I saw what AD did to Nikola Jokic in in the uh, bubble. Did you see now, what Jokic just did? I, yeah, I saw that last night. <laughs> yeah, I saw that last night. I think he just re-entered the MVP conversation. Yeah, but I kept telling him, hey, you don't realize how good this man is. I mean, you look at him, he like Luka. Man, he ain't even moving that fast. How can you not stop him? And he got all these moves. He flew here, and they say, you know, he up under the basket, laid it up on the other side. Uh-oh. He can only jump this high. <laughs> he give a 40-piece. You sure you got the nugget? Got him. Really? Bucket. 
one case of dew on we'll it. We'll find out tomorrow I'll night. Take, I'll take the nuggets. Okay. For a case. You give me the points? No. I don't want them. You don't give me that. I, I, I don't want the points. Okay, good. We did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I love it when the team gets going. I saw yoke coming. We will find out tomorrow evening. AD finna shut all that down. All right, guys, let's keep these bold predictions going and these opinions. Did the Cowboys find a diamond in the rough in T.Y. Hilton? Yeah. Let's tell you all about the buzz T.Y.'s generating. That's coming up next. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Well, the Cowboys' newest wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton. Ooh, he's receiving a ton of praise in the latest article from The Athletic. Andrew Luck calls T.Y., quote, the best football player I've ever played with. And he's a better teammate than he is a football player. Former Colts head coach Chuck Pagano says the receiver is, quote, crafty. He's smart. He's played for a long, long time. He knows how to get open. He'll catch everything and give you everything he has. I think this is really good. I think this is a good move for them. Ooh, effusive phrase. Shannon, if this is such a tremendous signing, why are the Cowboys still so interested in OBJ? Because OBJ would not just be for the regular season. Um, OBJ, is they understand that OBJ can't help them the last four games of the season. And he might not be able, but I believe, like I said, I believe T.Y. was for, for the playoffs for uh, uh, four games. They got four games left, possibly, possibly four games. So eight-game stretch. That's why they signed T.Y. Mm -hmm. They're hoping that during the eight-game stretch, if they were to sign Odell, he can give them one game. Skip, if he could give them one game, give them one play, that catapults them to what they think they can be. Mm -hmm. Jerry Jones said, man, that's the, man, this is the, this is the best million dollars I ever spent. And I spent a lot of millions, mm -hmm. but this might be the best. Because what Jerry, Skip, the man's worth, I think, 16, 18 billion. But what Jerry, with all the money, he came by that Lombard. That thing about this high skip, about mm -hmm. seven pounds, he came by that. Mm. So that's what he wants. And a million dollars for Odell, and he makes a play that keeps a drive alive, or he makes a fantastic touchdown catch that helps him win the Super Bowl. Jerry said, I'm straight. Mm. They got T.Y. for the regular season. and for the. I believe they're trying to get Odell for the long-term, Skip, lock him down two years, maybe even three years. Because Jerry, look, Skip, Jerry, I, I don't know, hey, Odell, I don't know what Odell said to this man, but Odell had his Sunday best on. He was all made up, all dolled up, you and are. Jerry's infatuated because he can't get Odell off his mind. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's how you're looking at it, Skip. You're looking at Odell. I'm looking at Odell long term. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a day. That's gonna be that's gonna be my guy for the next two three years. He's looking at Ty Hilton. I don't see a scenario in which Ty signs back is back on this team next year. That's gonna be Odell. That's just me. That's the way I'm looking at it, Skip. And so that's why I believe they're doing this because. Jerry has said, you know, I want somebody to help me right now. Well, he said that's why he signed T.Y. T.Y. is ready to go. That, that's what he and Mike McCarthy said. Now, if it's a lie, that's what they told us. They said he's ready to go. He said Odell is not ready to go, and he might not be ready to go come playoff time. Yep. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at T.Y. for eight games. I'm looking at Odell for 
38 games. <laughs> okay, allow me first to address T.Y. Hilton. When I read this story in The Athletic yesterday, and then I read a Jerry quote thereafter, I sat back and said, did we just sign a 33-year-old Jerry Rice? No, hell, no, no, hell. no, seriously. <laughs> hell no. Well, well, I'm saying not that they're the same kind because T.Y. is not a big, big man. Big, yeah, no, you're a small receiver, no. yeah. But I'm reading these quotes that Jen just read. So Andrew Luck is saying the biggest football reason I came back after I first retired right. was that I love throwing the ball to T.Y. Right. And then Jen read the quote. He's the best football player I've ever played with, and he's a better teammate than he is a football player. Yeah. What? I, I had no idea. Okay. And then I read a Frank Reich quote. Obviously, he was the he's now the former coach mm -hmm. of the excuse me, Indianapolis Colts. Frank Reich, I probably fell into this trap when I first got here that you think T.Y. is a speed guy. No, he's an elite route runner. He says that Andrew told him, Andrew Luck told him that he said, Frank, he does some unorthodox things in his route running, but I'm just telling you, you're going to learn to trust him like I've learned to trust him. He has a unique ability to understand leverage and spacing. Yes. Whew. And then the Chuck Pagano quotes about what a great signing this is for the Dallas Cowboys. He's crafty. He's smart. He'll catch everything and give you everything. I, and I'm thinking, okay. T, why, why, why were you sitting on your couch for so long? T, why, why, why was sitting on his couch all the offseason, and now we're into middle December here. We're three months doing the regular season. Okay, help me out. Help me out. What, what happened? He's 33. Right. But, but it, sounds like, it sounds like we signed a potential number one receiver. I, well, he was, was a prototype, but he's okay. not like he's not that okay. anymore, Skip. Well, I know last year his productivity fell off the charts because right. he had three different injuries. He had a concussion, he had a neck injury, he had a quad injury, he had some injuries. Right. And yet the Cowboys are selling like he's one thousand percent healthy right. and in great shape. Right. According to them, he's been working out at a high level. Skip, I think when you when you sign a guy like what, like TY, just take TY, free agent, comes in this year, and Devontae Adams. You're not expecting a game or a play from Devontae. You're expecting games. I've seen your career over the last five or six years. You, you've, been, you've been the best receiver over the last three years. And lo and behold, his numbers have crept back up there. He's got 12, 13 touchdowns. I think he has like 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards. Yep. So he, he's the Devontae. Yep. When you sign a guy like T.Y. Skip, I'm not expecting no 100-yard game from no T. Well, Who's expecting you're not? No, hell no. You shouldn't either. I don't know, man. <laughs> Skip, you, I mean, you, just said, you just said the man was on his couch. I, <laughs> I don't get it. Yet they, they all said, oh, he had six or eight teams injured. I, I, did he? Did, okay. Not what, he, not what his agent well, told well, y'all. Yeah, once Dallas called, oh, it's Dallas. Yeah. Okay, and by the way, the Jerry quote was, He's the smartest receiver I can ever remember. And I'm thinking, how do you know? Yeah, yeah, stop it, no. No, no, seriously. He's the Jerry smartest did. receiver you can ever remember. What? Who told you that? Yeah. Will McClay tell you that? Or I don't know. <laughs> they, they had six, eight. You know, uh, I, I want to take you to the problem. If you don't, if you don't say yeah now, you know, there's a couple of others that that's been asking me to go. Ain't nobody tell you. If you if you have to have to approach somebody like that, I'm asking you first. Right. You his only option. Okay. That was his the Cowboys was his only, only option. All right. Skip. So, Jerry, to your point, is infatuated, enamored. Yeah. 
over the moon over Odell Beckham Jr. Right. Because they clicked one-on-one. Yes. He liked the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's smart. He thinks he's funny. Yeah. He thinks he's humble, much more humble than most Diva right. receivers are, right. as you well know. He liked those outgoing personalities. Yeah. What did he like about Michael Irvin? His personality. Yeah. What did he like T.O.? His personality. What he didn't like about Amari Cooper? He had no personality. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what did he like about Odell? Yeah. His personality. He's got charisma, Pretty, yeah. like natural born charisma. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. what Jerry loves. No, he does. So all of a sudden, he's ready to adopt a new son, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and once you're his son, yes. it's till death do you yes. part. And I'm talking about post-career. Right. He will go to the ends of the earth yep. for you. He yep. will open doors for you. He will make you as happy as he can make you because if you're happy, he's happy. That would, that would, hey, Jerry, just turn me on to a couple of your people. Uh, yeah. You know what, Jerry? I'm going to take a little less money, but I'm counting on you to hook me up with some of your, some of your people so uh, I can, you know. Okay, so originally... Jerry was enamored of Odell right now. And then Odell would not run for them because Odell, at this point, really can't, he can't run. run. No. He can't. I'm talking about running routes. Right. Oh, he can no, go no, on no, the no. treadmill yeah, yeah, and run yeah, for yeah. it but once he gets his knee warmed up. It's not responding yet right. from what I'm told. But I'm told that Jerry then backed off because he wouldn't take no for an answer and said, okay, let's do a new deal here. Let's forget about the $20 million you want for now. Right. That'll come at the pot of gold at the end of your rainbow here in right. Dallas. But I need you to come with me right now. I'll pay you around a million because I don't think they have that much more to pay. Right. But I'll give you a million bucks to rehab on our dime here yeah. with our people because you're, you're on your own dime. And right. I guess he's in Phoenix I or think wherever he's in he's Scottsdale yeah. or wherever. Mm-hmm. 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 And come here in-house. You and I can go to dinner occasionally. We can have lunch occasionally. You can meet the fellas, get to know them a little mm-hmm. better. You can hang out in the locker room. You can come out to practice even if you don't do anything. You can just be in Oh, they're going to get a million. Huh? And, a and, million. And then after the season, oh, they're going to Germany. Go overseas yeah. where a lot of the athletes go, and they, I don't know what they put in. They put a little something, little something extra in that little concoction and get you right. Kobe once went to Germany, right? Uh, yeah. Tiger. Yeah, he went to Germany. Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, and Payton got, what, three, four more years out of that neck when they said he, he, might, he can't play no more. He did. Oh, they're going over to Germany. Okay, could, could be. So I was told last night that Odell told Jerry, I'll take the million now. He's leaning. Right. He's very excited yeah. about playing. We put the star on yeah. your helmet. If you will take care of me after this right. year. And if I can miraculously get back and help you a little bit here and there right. in an NFC championship game or – Heaven forbid I'm Super not Bowl, Hollywood, yeah. a Super yeah. Bowl. Then, then that's all I can do this year. Right. But, but if I do that for you and, and, and as I round back into shape, yeah. my knee will bounce yeah. back, yeah. then you got to – he, he told you – I was told he used the line, Jerry, I want the bag. Right. And Jerry said, I will take care right. of you. And if Jerry tells you that, he but is – But I need a million dollars cash. Right. I don't want to pay no taxes on it, Jerry. I want a yep. million dollars cash. Okay. I think that's conceivable. I mean, I can't, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll be right on that side. If getting out to get. Well, and then. I'll be right on A. Okay. Skip on that balance board with that D. Right. I'll be getting it right. And they do have five-star facilities, Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. I think their training staff, I don't know about their training staff, but, but again, you're going to have to go with this training yeah, staff. Cool. And, they're, and they're going to be. Then they, they can keep Jerry informed of exactly yeah. how the knee is progressing. Man, they're paying me to rehab. Mm-hmm. Instead of me paying them to re- for rehab, they're paying right. me to rehab. Well, the, the issue so far with Odell is 
all the teams interested. Nobody knows whether he can even run or not because right. he ran no routes for nobody. Right. Right. No. Okay. Well, 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 that shows you he's not comfortable in the knee. No, he's just Because if I was comfortable in the knee and, yeah. and you, AK, hey, this is the potential for me to sign, yeah. that's why T.Y. No. T.Y. say, I'm healthy. He's healthy. I'll run. Hey, what y'all, what y'all want he, me to do? And he came in and he ran. Boom. Okay. And I'm told Odell is still a little bit limpy when he walks. Like it's Damn. still bothering him. Well, def- two, remember, I'm, it's two on the same knee, two I'll, reconstructions. All I know, Skip, is I'm going to what you call them. I'm going to uh, Germany. Yep. As soon as the season's over, I'm headed to Germany. I don't blame you as long as you can pass mustard with the NFL. I don't know about no mustard. I don't know about no ketchup, no mayo. But, <laughs> but I, whatever they're doing, Tiger Woods came back and he won a major. He did. Paid man, he won an MVP, won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. got three more years when the doctors told him, say, bro, it's over for you. Okay. I'm gone. All right. But you, you do have to pass some tests over here. Hey, right? I don't know about that. Well, I'm going to stay over there to whatever. I don't know what test they got to take, but I'm going over there to get this knee right. Okay. I, I do not disagree with that concept. <laughs> Man, you know? I'm going to get that they knee right. They may take that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Dallas, Healthy Odell. OBJ. Yeah. Is a wonderful thing I for the football to get world, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Gentlemen, will the 49ers be able to make a deep playoff push with, speaking of getting healthy, a healthy Brock Purdy, a quarterback? That's next here on Undisputed. (laughs) How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Brock Purdy's first career start against the Buccaneers last week. Ooh, he looked good. 185 yards, two touchdowns, and he rushed for another score. San Francisco went on to win 35-7. Now the Niners in action tonight on the road, three-point favorites against the Seahawks. Purdy's questionable with a rib and oblique injury, but they're hopeful he'll go, Shannon. In general, how far can the 49ers make it with Brock Purdy at quarterback? Depends on who they face and when they face him. Skip, you know playoff football is all about matchups. And the thing is with him, he's not going to need to throw for 300. He has a defense and he has playmakers around him. It's kind of like what we had with Trent. Trent never had to throw for 300 yards. He, I don't even think he threw for 200 yards in a playoff game. Just make the right, just make the throws. Don't turn it over. Don't put our defense on a short field. You'll be just fine. So he's not going to have to win. Skip, he's not going to have to win you the game. He just can't lose it by turning the ball over, by making mistakes. And so I don't think they can beat Philly. Mm. But I think everybody else in the NFC, Dallas will be tough because Dallas has a defense. They have a a, Dak is a a good quarterback. He's not great. So anybody else that makes the playoff in the NFC, they can absolutely beat Minnesota. They can absolutely – we already saw them do what they did did to Tampa. So we know they can beat them. Uh, Seattle or whomever else could possibly make it, Skip. Uh, Detroit, yes, yes, yes. So I think there's one team I don't think they can beat. And one team, it's a coin flip, which is the Dallas Cowboys. So he can take them a long way because what he's asked to do, no other quarterback is asked to do, which you don't have to do much. Look at the playmakers. Now, Debo's going to be out for a period of time. I believe he'll be back come playoff time. You got 
All the guys they got on the offense, Skip, can make plays or tremendous run after the catch. You look at McCaffrey. You look at Debo. You look at Kittle, Kittle mm-hmm. Ayuk, uh, Jennings. All of those guys are tremendous with the ball in their hands. They are. And Kyle does a great job of getting the ball out of his hand quick and let them do something with it after that. So I believe they can beat everybody in the NFC with the exception of Philly, and it's a coin flip with the Cowboys. Everybody else, I ain't got no problem. Mr. Purdy got this. Mm. Mr. Purdy got this. <sighs> Kyle Shanahan's got this. Okay, okay. Because if anybody can go a long way with this kid at quarterback, it's Kyle Shanahan. Yes. And that defense, right. obviously. And D'Amico is doing a – the assistant coach. Yeah, he need to be on the show. He need to be on – he need to get a he, head coaching job he, now. He, he needs to. He is commanding. This kid took my breath away against the Buccaneers because he played with such fearless conviction. He threw with such authority. Every throw was like, I got, got this. It. Yep. I got this. Mm-hmm. He took a shot in the mouth on the throw to Ayuk, and it was underthrown. But he takes Give a shot. Look at this thing right here. You got shallow crosses. He's like, oh, let me no, go. I'm let gone. me go. Let me go. <laughs> yeah, I ain't no hesitation. All right. You're going to get you, shots. That's, that's that shot. Yep. That's oh, McCaffrey. that's to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That was a sweet throw. This is the one where he takes it right in the mouth. Ayuk. Yeah, and it's underthrown, but it didn't matter because he was so far behind Jamel Dean, who soon after that was out of the game, mm-hmm. and he's missing practice this week, so I don't think he's going to be able to defend Joe Burrow right. at Tampa this Sunday. But here's the point. I watched Brock Purdy a lot at Iowa State. He is not a game manager. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the early Brady temperament, you know, the first couple of years of Brady when right. he was happy just right. as a six-round pick to just dink and dunk or right. whatever he had to mm-hmm. do. They trusted him to make the right decision, the right throw, right. but he's not going to light you up spectacularly. Right. This kid is lighting them up. Yeah. It's 28 to nothing at halftime because he's just gripping it and ripping it. He is seeing it, feeling it, and firing it. He didn't right? miss. He didn't miss. Okay. Skip. He didn't miss any throws. No. Well, it's it's not game management. I got to no, tell no, you. No, no, no. He he's taking big time shots. Yes. And some risk. Right. Okay. So I watched him at Iowa State, and he, he played all four years. He played forty eight games right. at Iowa State. I got to tell you, that, that's a lot of football. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's I know why he missed irrelevant because there's okay. like ain't no way a decent quarterback playing forty eight starts. Yeah. You coming? You you gonna be a C.J. Stroud? You gonna be a, a, a what's right. Bryce Young? Yeah. You yeah. play it three years, and as soon as you're eligible, you can okay. get to the NFL. You heading there? Okay. So he was eighty one touchdown passes to thirty three interceptions. That's pretty good. A, a little high on the one. interception part, but. He, he can run a little bit. He's not unathletic. No. You just saw what, right, what right. he could do. He can yeah. move around. Mm-hmm. And, and I watched him all too much because in 2019, he came to our place at Norman, Oklahoma, and beat us 37 to 30. Everybody does it that, though. Spencer Rattler. Yeah, everybody. No, 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 no. You see what Spencer Rattler did to Clemson? He did. You see what he did to Tennessee? He comes and he goes. He well, comes he came and he goes. Twice. <laughs> okay. All right. I got you. But here's the point. He, he's a, a little too risky for his own good in this situation because he, he did get beat up the other day. He's going to take some punishment because he'll just try anything. Right. He, he's like the opposite of Brady now <laughs> because Brady, if he doesn't have it, he just dirt balls. Yeah, you should, yeah. And this kid, if he doesn't have it, he's just going to hang on right. for dear life and try to throw it anyway. There's a difference between a 22-year-old, 22, 23-year-old body and a 45-year-old body. Right. So my point is he's, he's probably a little too risky, and I think he's because of that – 
he's going to hurt them occasionally. He's going to make some bad throws and, and throw some picks because I think that's just who he is and what he is. But he does have ability. There's just a reason that he lasted to the last yeah. pick because people are saying, I don't know, he, right. he's, he's a little too risky for my blood. Yeah, but, I, Skip, I think everybody else, with the, like I said, Philly, yeah. coin flip with Dallas, yeah. but everybody else, they can beat. They can beat Minnesota. They got, they've already beaten Tampa, Seattle, or whomever that's, that's lurking around on the yeah. outskirts. Skip the A, absolutely can beat well, them. Well, you want to talk about supporting cast? Here's the supporting he, cast. He got it. Yeah. That's why I say Jimmy G was the guy. Yeah, well, he's... Yeah. he's now, if I had, they had Jimmy G? <sighs> well, Purdy has certainly earned Kyle Shanahan's confidence, guys. He's a game-time decision for Thursday Night Football tonight. Baker Mayfield, Skip, he just brought home more hardware. We're going to tell you what he won. Can you believe Coming this? up Whatever. in just Crazy. a moment. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Mayfield brought the Rams back from a 16-3 score down to beat the Raiders last week. The 230 passing yards and game-winning touchdown pass with only seconds left on the clock. Well, that was good enough for Baker to be named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Congrats, Baker. Shannon, are you impressed? Yeah, yeah, you got you. What? You, got, you know what, sure. You know what, I'm impressed. It's a, it's a very special award. I've been fortunate enough. I won the award a couple of times. Uh, so that's why we're doing no, no, this no, topic. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's a special award. I mean, congratulations, yeah. Baker. But I mean, Did you, you won it a couple times? I won it three times. Three times. Exactly. Three times. Three and times. What, how did you win it? Uh, for the, Obviously, for the record-breaking game. Yeah. Um, I won it in 96 the first time um, against uh, the Chargers. The two, I won two times against the Chargers and once against, and, and once against uh, and, Kansas City. And what City. were your totals? Like it took uh, 100 and what? Well, I had 153 and three touchdowns against the Chargers, and I had okay. seven for 101 and three touchdowns against the Chargers. How do you remember these numbers? And They're I had, and I had in your brain. And then I had two. Then I had 12 for 214 and two tubs against Kansas City. Yep. So it's a special award. It means something. Mm. And, but I, I think the thing was, Skip, is that the reason why you give them give him this award, the man just got the plane. He tired. They ain't even let the man take a shower. He came to the stadium and did a number on the Sorry Raiders. And then, <laughs> for some reason, decided to play press man, and the guy didn't even press him, and he did a great job. But, uh, you know, give him credit. Mm. But my homeboy got nine of them things. Yeah, he's got nine. Baker's got two others. So he's he got, got, so he got three. Three. He's got three. He's got three. He's equal Shea. You know, I mean, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts could have had a case because he had two seventeen and two touchdowns he at the half. Made the case. And then Christian McCaffrey had a monster yeah, day. He had a monster but day. But you know what? I'm going to give it to Baker. He just got there, 98-yard drive, in a system that he's very, very, very unfamiliar with. I'm going to give it to him. Congratulations, Baker. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. If just two weeks ago I had told you across this table, Baker Mayfield's about to win Offensive Player of the Week in the National Football League, you would have said to me, have you been experimenting with some of Aaron Rodgers' magic mushrooms? Yeah, he must have went back to Oklahoma. Right? <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. Is this not the weirdest life is weird story ever? Yeah, yeah. This is impossible. 
He gets dumped by Carolina. Yes. He gets claimed by a guy who does love and believe in him. Correct. Yet he gets thrown in, not to the starting lineup. It was just a series into the game. And right. you knew that Sean was just biding his time. Right. He wanted the other guys to go out and just, right. just sort of. Get, yeah. I, I don't want to just hand yeah. him the starting right, job. Right. But, but Baker, you're going to be in there. Yes. We, we heard all this, this speculation he was going to play. Well, he played just about he played every series except the first series. Correct. And then. He's lighting them up. Right. And the Raiders had won three in a row. His team had lost six in a row. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was 80% Raider fans because that's what happens right. because L.A. is still Raider country. Right. Oh, and, yeah. And, <laughs> Absolutely. And, and sitting up in the box next to the Raiders owner, Mark Davis, is our man Cube, yeah. right? Yes. And he, here we go. It's a Raider night, and then it was a Baker night. Right. And, and we could see those three throws he made. That first one to Skoranek on third and thirteen. Is this not sensational? Yeah. This is like vintage Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm confident in this system, and I'm going to do it again. Here's the in the 98-yard drive to throw up the rail. This was the play right here. Yep, get, Skoranek. That you're like, okay. Okay. Y'all might right. be in trouble, Raiders. And then here we go. Press, man. You don't press. You open the gate, and then boom. Yep. Open this. the gate, and what? What? They won the game? And, and it, they did. It, it was just like Brady's 98-yard drive because the score was the same. It was 16-3, to and right. all of a sudden it's 17-16. to Baker Mayfield? Are you kidding? He should so, be proud. That, that, that was a big deal given the circumstances. That might have been, <clears throat> excuse me, his greatest degree of difficulty. Skip, and when he won the other two in Cleveland, that's a, a system you're familiar with. Yep. You had been there. You're there less than 48 hours. Unfamiliar system. Unf- you're, not, you, you're not even have no familiarity with the players, mm. and you go out there and do, and you go 98 yards. I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurst was phenomenal. Christian McCaffrey yep. was phenomenal. But Baker, you deserve this one. Thank you. I believe that he and McVay have more of these in their future. No, they don't. Yeah. McVay makes me going somewhere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he must be going. He got to go to another yeah. team. I don't know. We'll see where Matthew Stafford goes. Right, right back to the starting lineup. Mm. As soon as he healthy. We'll see. Well, next up for the Rams and Baker Mayfield, guys, the Green Bay Packers on Uh-oh. Monday Night Football. Congratulations, Baker. Well. All right, guys, get ready. I need you to weigh in on this debate. Clippers, Lakers, are the Clippers continuing to prove they're better than Shannon's no, Lakers? No, no, no. You do not want to miss this discussion <laughs> up next on Undisputed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, the Clippers got a 99-88 win over the Timberwolves last night. They're now 17-13 and on the season, four and a half games ahead of the Lakers. Shannon, how much better are the Clippers than your Lakers? I don't think they're better. I think they have better role players. I think they play better as a team than the Lakers. But I tell you what, if I go to any other team and say, I give you Anthony Davis and LeBron James, or you get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, mm. who you think they're taking? Mm. Your record says <laughs> who you are. I just ask you a you question. 11 and 16. That's all I know. I keep asking you. You got all these 
top 75 players? Where, where we are, that's our record right now? Yeah. What's our record going to be when it's all said and done? Huh. Well, I can ask you that about the Clippers, who are clearly better than your Lakers. Here they come. They've won three in a row. And guess what? They got their two stars back. Ka Kawhi be out for the uh, next two weeks. No, he will not. He's <laughs> on minutes restriction, and he busted it last night because he said, I played my 30, but I want to come back in and close the game, which he did. You see, did you see that, that percentage? Did you see that efficiency? They, they Kawhi is normally very efficient. Okay, they didn't shoot the ball very well last night, but did they win? They yep, won. they won again. Here they come, and there they will go. But, hey, huh? that big two coming. Huh? We coming. Hey, we just getting our, getting our bearings about ourselves. Huh. Give us another month. By the All-Star break, we'd be three games over five. All-Star game, we'd be five games over five hundred. All right, guys, we're out of time. That's it for us. Stick around, though. The Herd's coming up.